middle schooler in Mauriceville, I was I would always walk the railroad tracks, and there was this big abandoned house, and this lady comes walking out of it. I was like, oh, somebody must have moved in there. No, it was a batshit crazy homeless lady that could control the weather with her mind and thought the cops were beating her while she was sleeping. Oh. And uh, she was telling me this, and I'm sitting here, like, terrified, and she grabs my hand and puts it on her head. She's like, you feel the bruises from the cops beating me? And I was like, I'm going <laughs> to die here. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I could control the weather. If they'd stop beating me in my sleep, I'd show you. And I was like, oh, all right. <laughs> Do you want to? I will no longer be, be walking this direction. <laughs> I was like, I will no longer be walking this direction. Hey there, travelers. You look beat. Come in, take a seat while I tell you about a creepy chocolatey treat that's guaranteed to drive the ghouls crazy. With its spine chilling filling, the all new United States of Paranormal. Chiller. Hey all you hitchers and drifters, welcome back to the United States of Paranormal, your weekly fucking words, script, lines. <laughs> yeah, why don't you write this down? Because <laughs> uh, it's kind of written down there. The weekly road trip through all things cryptid, creepy, and paranormal. Alright, here we go. Hey all you hitchers and drifters, welcome back to the United States of Paranormal, your weekly road trip through all things cryptid, creepy, and paranormal. I am Logan, hey. to the metaphorical right of me. You fucked it up! To the metaphorical right of me. The six to my nine, Matt Frisbee. How's it going, Matt? Hey, what up? I'm doing good. I'm uh, yeah, having a good time. I did all here. that hard work to get through it, and you fucking boned me by trying to early introduce yourself. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then somebody else is doing it, too. Okay, so we're set up here. This is not a visual podcast, but we're set up Brady Bunch style in Discord. So to Matt's... That would be Matt's right, right? It is going to look different for each person. Well, exactly. to mine, Every to Matt's time. metaphorical right, we've got three-time podcast host, uh, co-star oh, yeah, of How to Survive Slenderman. What's some other oh, yeah. things Chico's done? Uh, <clears throat> what the was Shriek your series. flasher flicks? Uh, yeah. Shriek series, yes. Director, writer, and star of the Shriek series. He was once in a band called... Weeks Later. Weeks Later, you just told me. What else do we got? Colton, you know him. What else? Do we That's got? about. Check I mean, those those YouTube, for deep the cuts. Shriek series. The Shriek uh, series. Check them out got, on YouTube. Once got plugged by a nine iron by his own son, or it's not son, brother. <laughs> <laughs> got a scar to prove it. He knows yeah. all about it. And how many times mm -hmm. do you think you've seen Shrek in your life because of your sister? Oh God, I couldn't even count. I haven't watched it since. Yeah, no, I left it. So. When I left Indiana to move to Germany, I was so sad. I was going to miss all of them, but I was happy knowing that I'd never have to watch fucking Shrek ever again because that's all <laughs> Mojo ever did. She's like, it's done. Rewind. Starts over again. That and she had a monkey that she got at like, it was some discount store that sung uh, by the Temptations, uh, the I've Got Sunshine on loop oh, and she God. would play that fucker all the time too memories and memories i don't ever want to remember and you brought it back <laughs> oh they're locked up there forever yeah, but we got chico good. noise the gunner mm -hmm. oh, he yeah. is uh we finally got the call guys in here and we'll get around to introducing the other call guy when we go to gunner's metaphorical below <laughs> he's down below him <laughs> but uh welcome chico to uh to sop the tejas about, about damn time i know <laughs> scheduling man it fucking sucks adulting people got kids stuff to do jobs whatever you do on your spare time 
Uh, well, I don't want to talk about that, but yeah. That's fair. That... <laughs> well, that sounds shady. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, good to be here. Glad to be here. So the metaphorical below of Chico, we have got the menace that likes to drink Guinness. We've got one kill for three. Oh, what man. is up, sir? That is a great intro. I love that. I love that. I knew you'd so like all, that one. I'm all for it. I'm good, man. I'm good. I actually just came back from a St. Patrick's Day party. so uh, You left it early, man. I, I thought know. we were going to start recording at like 10 or something, and you popped in at like right at 9. I was like, oh, fuck. I'm not ready. <laughs> No, yeah, we, we, ran out of, we ran out of Guinness. So <laughs> That's fair. I've still got Guinness in the fridge, but I drank enough Guinness yesterday that I'm moving on to something a little lighter today. And I had uh, I had a, a fuck, I had a thing of Shanky's Irish uh, whiskey in there. I didn't even crack last night because we ended up just talking, and then I forgot to drink. So. Oh, man. That's a shame. Shamed my ancestors last night. But it's good to have you on here, man. Long time coming. <laughs> Man, glad to glad to be on here. Um, you know, I listen to you guys every week or every other week, I should say, since you guys can't uh, muster up a, a weekly podcast. So, oh, I don't know um, how y'all do that shit. Hard pass on weekly. Uh, uh-uh. uh, easy man, work. That's, that's easy. Yeah, easy hard, work. I, I always had a hard time getting people to like. There was never a all right. We're gonna do all this. We're gonna schedule out in advance. It was always, hey, we're running out of time. We need to record. <laughs> Yeah, we like to fly by the oh. seat of our pants, man. We, we've it. done that a couple times. No yeah, uh, we our secret is is that we have we start the week with a pre 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 production meeting, and eventually by the time we get to recording, we have at least you know hopefully have gotten down to just a pre production meeting. Fucking pre production, that's fancy as shit. Yeah, I think the core takeaway here is production meetings, Logan. Yeah, yeah, noted. <laughs> Next time around, we'll figure that out. Uh, I always like, I was like, we do research and stuff on our end. And I was like, the call guys just have to pick their stuff, and that's fine. And then one day, I was like, if I ever on call guys, I want to do my favorite horror movies. And I sat down and I tried to do that. I put more work into that than I've ever put in into a single episode of Two Sop, and I'm still not happy with the list. I'm like, this, there's not enough room in top three. It was fucking horrible. I don't know how you guys do it. And then you have to listen to people like me give you shit for it too on top of it. So I love it. I love yeah. the feedback. I love it. There's nothing like making a list too and then hearing somebody else talk about their list and you're like, fuck, I forgot that. Because listen to Skylar's 90s episode. I was like, I know my 90s movie. And then Skylar was like, The Mummy. And I was like, how the fuck did I forget The Mummy? I watched that like 80 times when it came out. And I forgot The Mummy. And I felt bad about myself for the rest of the day. So... That's what we do at the Call Guys podcast is make yeah. you feel bad about yourself. Yeah, it's a, I'm telling people, <laughs> if you've never made a top three list of something you care about, it's a lot harder than you think. So next time you're yelling at the Call Guys, think about that first. Yeah, think about us and our feelings. <laughs> still okay, yell so, at them, though. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, oh, of course. You got to feel that, DeLorean. Email them at uh, the Call Guy. Is it the Call Guys at gmail.com? The Call Guys podcast at gmail.com. Is it the or just call guys podcast? It's there's a the in there. Yep. Okay, so the call guys podcast at gmail.com. Got you. You got it. Yeah. Good plan. Yep. We had a buddy try to frame me. Matt knows about this. Yeah. Like we had our buddy that listened to that. And then uh, he was like, Logan sent me here to say this. And I was like, I gave you the email because you asked for it. I didn't send you there. Oh, fucking weapon. I'm a, calling Kyle Mott out. Uh, he's human garbage. So. Human garbage. Human garbage. 
So we got to, on my screen, the left for Colton. We have got Ashley from Murder Nerds. That's right. We've got three different podcasts all together tonight. How's it going, Ashley? Or I call you Trashley, but I've heard you refer to yourself as Smashley before, too. Uh, no, just Trashley. <laughs> That's the only nickname I've got. Well, and Lip. Why Lip? This is my last name. Oh, okay. We've got the Murder Nerds in the house, and we've never had Ashley in. Oh, Not at yeah. once. We've never done a collab with you guys at all. Never got around to it. Nope. So how are you are. doing? Me personally, I'm great. I had a great day of cleaning today. Didn't have to deal with anybody. And now I have to deal with all of you guys. Yeah, at once. So coming to a bad close, but. Yep, yep. <laughs> nope, that's fair. That's absolutely fair. Mm. Well, it's our goal to live up to your expectations. However low they might be. True. So, Ashley, uh, for our listeners out there that, uh, I mean, we plug the Murder Nerds every week, but maybe there's a few out there that haven't checked out the Murder Nerds. You want to you kind of talk about the Murder Nerds just a little bit? Give them a little taste from the Ashley side? Um, yeah, sure. We basically just hang out and bullshit with Jeremy, but we cover, <laughs> we cover um, true crime, weird, wacky, Alicia does a lot of historical true crime on there. Um, we have a lot of fun. Uh, we're doing something fun for April. I don't know when this is going to be released. This but... comes out this Wednesday. <laughs> oh. uh, this our, turnaround, our turnaround time is quick on Teja's side. Right. This, co this coming Wednesday on the United States Paranormal. <laughs> yeah, so April's going to be a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun recording last night. It was many hours and many many episodes and many mispronounced words and lots of editing for jeremy for the next puns. month so many puns alicia oh my god Oof. so i tried to count i couldn't that's fair couldn't. man speaking I of true crime have y'all kept up with that case that's been going through court right now the guy who uh he murdered his girlfriend i think it was who he had a daughter with and he was using the daughter to spy on her no oh yeah it's it's <laughs> nuts so this guy like he gave his daughter a phone that was set up to where she could easily record the stuff the mother was doing and would automatically send him the recordings uh eventually he ended up killing her and he's been uh his his trial has been happening here lately and during one of the days of the trial they brought the daughter up for testimony and you can see him it's on court there's a clip from court TV oh it's horrible where you see him start intimidating his daughter while his daughter's on the stand like mouthing like yeah to he, shut he looks, up he looks her dead in the face and goes like this oh my god the stand yeah. and i was like what the fuck and it was right as the camera was focused on him uh the court tv camera was focused on him so that clip immediately went everywhere and then they started using that as evidence in the trial well yeah oh my lord yeah You're it's crazy here in my town this week, uh, they found some, uh, they had a hard time identifying it, but they found a chick under her bed wrapped up in a bag that, uh, and then they, then her boyfriend a few days later, I guess, got nervous and straight up just confessed that he did it. Wow. Jeez, I'm um, seeing a pattern here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't trust your boyfriends. She wasn't looking at me. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. Legitimately sitting next to Ashley, we have somebody that everybody at Two Stop should be familiar with. The original, one of the original hosts from Team Boozers, we have Alicia. What up? Welcome back, Alicia. It's been a while. Yeah. I mean, I talk, I still talk to you regularly. I talk to all of you guys regularly. I talk at you guys regularly. But for everybody uh, out here in uh, Tusop land, that's right. Alicia is back. She's back for episode 52. Uh, there was uh, there was no way I wasn't going to invite her to be back. She was here for the launch. Had to have her come in. So, hi, Alicia. I was trying to think of something clever to call you because you're legitimately the only person in here outside of myself that doesn't have a nickname. I don't I don't know what I would uh, call you. Joe Dierte. Joe Dierte? I mean, uh, don't church it up. That's what I call it. I don't have a nickname. Uh, your name is Matt Frisbee in this, Matt. Is that your real name? It was. <laughs> Matt's got a weird story with his. I did not know when we started to do this podcast, like as we were sitting down talking, uh, somebody, it was Bose, said something about Matt, about Matt Frisbee. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? And I found out there that probably my closest friend uh, changed his name because his last name was, in fact, Frisbee. And the whole time I've known him, it's been Matthew Rowe. Yeah. So, uh, plot twist: I do like I don't use my real last name on this because uh, I thought it would be fun to have a stage name for whatever reason. Uh, and, oh fuck uh, you! When I found out <laughs> that knowledge and we started to record, I called him Matt Frisbee as I introduced him and waited for him to react. And I was like, I got him. He's gonna be like, fuck you! But he just fucking rolled with it <laughs> like a bastard. <laughs> so it just it was just that was it. He just was like, meh. Yeah. But it was, in fact, my last name at one point in time. Yeah, it's because, uh, like, some stupid-ass law in Louisiana. Yeah. Uh, yeah. His mom was married to somebody else, but uh, they gotten They weren't divorced. You tell the they story. They were separated. You were yeah, fucking yeah. there. My mom was married to another guy, but they had been separated for, like, five years. Uh, and so when my mom and my actual father uh, got together and had me, because of the laws in Louisiana the person she was married to had to be put as my father on the birth certificate. So I got a total stranger's last name when I was born. Wow. I don't know. Frisbee's, Frisbee's kind of a sick last name. Not yeah, gonna lie. Uh, you'd think so <laughs> but until you hear the same joke over and over and over again. True. Well, I yeah. mean, with row, you don't catch shit like people be like, hey, row, row, row your boat, or why don't you row the fuck away, or anything like that? Uh, no, a big thing that I got, I mean, yes, I've had a couple of those, but the big thing I usually get is dirty jobs. And you like that, because you oh, had that as your yeah. gamer tag yeah. forever. Yeah, I was cause... always confused, because him and Bose are brothers, but Bose, his name is Brandon, and his last name is Bose, and they both have two different fucking last names. And yeah. I was confused. The Even shit then, when I got my name changed, I didn't go with my father's last name. I went with my mom's maiden name. So I never had the same last name as pretty much the rest of my immediate family. So now you know that. Yeah. Fun facts. Back. Tragic backstory revealed. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. So, yeah, we've got a. Uh, we've got. A big chunk of the golden image pile of podcast mojo all wrapped together. Oh yeah, golden podcast. image. See, I always go back to golden, golden image mojo. because <laughs> when the radio show happened, it was just golden image. Yep. So that's where thing. that's where I my brain snaps around. to. I have to turn around and look at the wall when I'm uh, talking about the podcast at the end. That's I always right. have to turn around <laughs> and make sure I'm saying the right one. 
Yep. Because you got to think, I've I've been around since forever because, you know, Bloodline and whatnot, and my whole childhood was spending time with them and everything. So I've seen Jeremy in tons of different bands, tons of different projects. I watched the radio show from Texas when I was a kid as they did it and everything. But, like, it was, let's see, there, I've, Tiki Lounge Mayhem, Guilt 4, Gunner, Crankshaft Glory. Crankshaft Glory. Uh, I can't remember exactly Crystal what it Blue is. Armadillo. I was about to say Crystal Blue Armadillo. <laughs> there is, there's a saw. There's a people draw draw on electric boxes out here. Like it was an art project for the town, and somebody drew an armadillo that's blue. And every time I drive past, I'm like Crystal Blue Armadillo, <laughs> and yep. it's just like all these things are permanently locked up here. So I have to cycle through it and be like, okay, it's not Golden Image, it's Golden Something. Montana, Joe cousin. Montana, yeah. Mojo, and then there it is. That's a long walk to get there. <laughs> it, it really is. I mean, my email has GI in it, my midday morning one, because when I put that together, I uh, the only time I've ever edited anything in my life is when I lived under Gunner's bunk bed. I was his bunk mate, <laughs> legitimately. Yep. And I was like, I want to record something too. And this was back when they weren't really using the studio anymore. It was like... Yeah. I had to go in there and it was like that scene in the second Tron where the homeboy walks in there and like blows the dust off a fucking keyboard. And I was like, I'm going to make a movie. And it's yeah, what, uh, are you, what are you thinking? 20, 2013, 20, 2012, been, 2013. It's probably been 2013. And yeah. so like I learned how to do video editing and stuff in there. And uh, it was, it, it was gnarly. It was cool. I always wanted to work with all of them because like I said, I left before the, any of the kids were aged to like get in on any of that stuff. I mean, me and Gunner and Skyler, and Brianna had like a band when we were kids where we would just fuck around and stuff like that. But that was it. But yeah, it's hard to keep track of all the things Jeremy did. And I'm sure there's a ton that we've left out. Oh, there, there is. I'm sure. It's like Tiki Lounge Mayhem had stuff like Bear Ninja Cowboy. Yep. Uh, the Born in the Cab song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a bunch of good stuff. But uh, yeah, go, go check it on YouTube if you have. Yeah, you can go check it out on YouTube. You can go check out Chico's old YouTube page too. Uh, what well, you got yep. like that trick shot compilation that's got a massive ton of views from back in yep. the day. Yep, Flapjack six thirty. I don't know if any of you have ever watched Gunner in How to Survive Slenderman, but uh, peak acting. If you want to check him and me out, where at one point we legitimately pick his sister up and throw her in a trunk of a car and drive away. <laughs> yep. There's some, good, there's some good. There's some good. Colton Colton loves those videos. I I. Uh, they I are they are sway great, great drunk late night videos to watch. Dude, we had they're they're all set to private now because like we were all younger when we did it. But we used to do a show, me, Matt, and a group of our friends, where we sat on my couch, and we called it the BWB Talk Off, and it was just us sitting on a couch talking, and there were some questionable things said. So now it's all set to private. <laughs> And there's there's one of them that got a yeah, yeah there's one of them that got a metric fuck ton of views for all the wrong reasons because of the thumbnail and what it was titled. Same exact yeah. same. One of them is called Sexy Braille, and I found a picture of somebody that had Braille <laughs> tattooed right here, and it got a fuck ton of views. And I was like, those people are really disappointed when they click on this because it's just a bunch of dudes on a couch. And the other one was called <laughs> Slated. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> called uh adam spits on ashley <laughs> mm -hmm. oh, oh, nice. uh, you get a very specific demographic for that video oh, adam spits on ashley's chest That's it's right. a very oh. funny video but uh yeah the the average the age 
was like 60s. That's how you play the algorithm. I showed Matt this and it, it made him laugh. What was the vampire one you did in college, Gunner? Oh, Vampire Cops. Vampire oh, yeah. Cops. You remember that, Maddie? Oh, that's a great video. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. I, have you guys seen that? Ashley, have you seen Vampire Cops? He sucks cock. No. <laughs> oh, it's so good because it's like Dog the Bounty Hunter meets Supernatural because it's these guys that are like like cop cams, like a cop show, like where they interview the cop and everything, but they're out hunting vampires, and it's fucking amazing. But yeah, that scene where they're, they're grilling the vampire because they're trying to figure out if the naked guy in his house is there because they're feeding off him, he's like, no, no, I'm not feeding off him. That's my, it's my lover. <laughs> and he's like, oh, so you, so you have sex with him. And he's like, oh no, I mean, yes, yes. <laughs> and he, and this, so they basically start accusing him of being gay over and over and over again. And he's like, uh, gunner busting. He's like, this guy say he sucks cock. And he's like, no, I don't suck cock. I suck blood. And he's like, I got you, you son of a bitch. Vampires are notorious homophobes. <laughs> yeah, that was fucking amazing. <laughs> it's so good. It is good. Oh man, you I'm gonna I'm gonna find it. I'll send it in the group message. Well, so you, yo, yeah, when we get, I want to watch all of that. When this is posted, the socials will have. I'm getting that one first. The Ashley's chest one still out there. <laughs> uh, it's no, private. We private we Damn it. Okay, I'll send you a link to How to Survive Slenderman. I will send you a link to Vampire Cops and whatever else. We'll, we'll have it in the socials. Yeah, I'll, I'll send you guys the link, yeah. but it's not going to go off private. Yeah, no, I, I, no, I get that. Like I said, I re it was this year that I when the we started doing the podcast and I was watching. Once a year, I watched the BWBs because it's fun to go back and watch. And then there was a few things said by people and I was like, chances of, if this if we get if we get big we should probably this should probably not exist <laughs> they're just like uh get and then we got people start looking for it yeah yeah <laughs> but i mean it was, it it was fun it was a good time. It. <laughs> yep. you got it i have that copied like always to my clipboard on my phone so oh, that's <laughs> good. Like, you guys funny video? i got you <laughs> Oh man! You will laugh. You will laugh. It's it's good. It's funny. It's funny. It really is. I watch I it all the time. Give credit where credit is due. That's a hilarious <laughs> video. I love that one. Yeah, I, wore, I, really I play the the bear cowboy. Burnage cowboy. Yeah. Yeah. Be prepared to get that stuck in your head. For listeners that don't know, uh, Jeremy and Brad. Yep. Brad. Yeah. They had a band called Tiki Lounge Mayhem where they did a lot of like kind of like parody esque songs like. Kind of the vibe of like Tenacious D style esque, and they did yeah. a song explaining it's like rock paper scissors, but instead it's Bear Ninja Cowboy. And I had the lyrics burnt in my head for the rest of forever because it's just catchy as shit. Because it's like the main chorus is literally just Bear Ninja Cowboy. Oh, just over and over and over. Yeah, again. I actually uh, P Tart One Hundred One Jared, my my good friend, um, his dad, the Skywalker, and myself played uh jared was like the umpire i was the ninja skyler was a bear and then jared's dad was the cowboy who was the skeleton that almost got smoked out by the fog machine that was skyler, skyler yeah was he was in the costume. skeleton mask with the fog yeah. machine hitting him like right in the oh, face we had a mask on yep <laughs> yeah, yeah it's good stuff it's fun to go watch if you watch it pay attention to when the ninja fights the cowboy i <laughs> During recording, I literally kicked Jared's dad in the nuts on accident, <laughs> and he dropped. 
Speaking so, of Jarrett, P-Tart, he was in How to Survive Slenderman too. He was Slenderman. He was, yeah. He was, and yeah. if you watch in the credits, you just see him dancing off in the woods in the background while we were closing it. He was just in the wood line just dancing his fucking <laughs> tall heart out. Yep. I felt so bad for him too because, one, when we were doing this, the only way we could make the Slenderman face look real and, like, if people don't know, which you should if you listen to this podcast, Slenderman is a tall, faceless man, suit, all that work. Well, we had to put so many pantyhose on his head so you could not see his facial features, right? And the ending scene, Slenderman gets shot in the head. And uh, so what I did is I watched a YouTube video. They're like, if you take peanut butter and shape it the way you want and cover it with enough fake blood, it looks like a gunshot wound, right? So this poor kid's already got like 12 layers of pantyhose on his face. He's laying on the ground in Atwood, Indiana, behind the abandoned school in the woods. I stick peanut butter on his forehead, and I was like, uh, I'm going to pour fake blood on you now. And I had a Tupperware container like this, and I was just like, dump. <laughs> so it's all in the thing, and it's just pouring into his face through pantyhose. And it's 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 fake blood recipe. It's cornstarch and all that shit, so it's sticky and horrible, and he's probably already having a hard time breathing. <laughs> the only thing that might have been close to being as bad as that was the, I think it was... You, Gunner, was it you that got the fake vomit in your mouth? Or was it me? I, don't, I think it was probably you. I, don't <laughs> I just remember, I, I can't remember who had to do it. I just remember I tasted it when I made it. And it's just the texture made me want to actually vomit. <laughs> I think it was me because I think I swallowed some of it. It wasn't great. It was fun, though. We oh, shot that time. all in a day. <laughs> yeah. Good times. But yeah, yeah that's so a lot of elements. We did... Yeah. Uh, around town mm-hmm. <laughs> we it's so embarrassing ashley just humped things various items throughout the town nice uh, just it got pretty big <laughs> <laughs> then we took it down and then we took it down yep yeah Fair. and we made we just did we just bullshitted to just the two of us we never did anything crazy we made like an uh an emoji video but there was some very um it didn't age well yeah very outdated <laughs> uh jokes in that so we pulled that a long time ago but we were yeah. like 15 when we made it that's fair like i said ours were we all of my friends at the time were all living in apartments near each other and it was just us sitting on a couch there was a lot of inside jokes that like we would say and we thought were hilarious but didn't think about the fact that nobody watching it out of the 70 people that watched it probably knew what the fuck we were talking about it started out as us getting questions from people and putting in a bowl and pulling it. And then it just escalated to us just talking about whatever the fuck we wanted to. And it got, it got pretty rough. There's a lot of yeah. talk about aliens and just a bunch of weird shit. It was a good time until it wasn't, you know, <laughs> Matt's couch tries to cripple you back then. He had us just like a, like an, an early adult. He had a sectional couch that I don't know where they got it from. That was missing half the section. Probably the side and of the road. And if you sat down in the wrong spot, which I did multiple times, like I would slam myself down, there was no padding and the sectional had the divider. So it's just wood right to your spine. Nice. And just it would just try to cripple you. It was it was awful. I think it was a death trap. It has absolute it like death a horror trap. Movie. Oh yeah, it was horrible. But uh that that's a trip down memory. You ever make any videos, Colton? I know you were probably in a lot of sports videos since you did the whole basketball and did it good. 
<laughs> we did. That's not a wrong statement. You, you did, did it good. Did. You did it good. I actually, I am on YouTube. I, I, I have a Miss Dunk on YouTube, so I got that going for me. Um, yeah, yeah. I missed one, but what they don't show is like yeah, half a quarter. Half a quarter later, I get one, and you know, it is what it is. It was a big deal when it got posted. That's fucked. It happens. This dude killed it as a basketball player, and they're like, "Let's put the miss dunk on YouTube." Oh, Everyone's just like, "Look at this asshole!" <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. Come on, Gunner Man. Just. Has he got it. the poster? Yeah, he's got yeah. the poster. Yeah, we told this story in here because I was so fucking befuddled by it when I heard it about the fact that you went to Petart's house to use his internet to download something on your Xbox, and you saw a poster of you in his bedroom. Yep. <laughs> That's so true. Oh no, man, I here. would promptly leave Matt's house if I walked in his anywhere room in his house and he had a poster of me. I'd be like, "I'm going." Oh no, that's good. Oh. And I'd be taking the poster with me. <laughs> it was weird. It was no. above his bed. That was the that was the weird part. That the was, ceiling. I think it was. <laughs> right now, it's above my toilet for yeah, it's inspiration. Fair. P Tart's <laughs> above P Tart's bed. It was Shakira, Britney Spears, and right in the middle is Colton. <laughs> right that's what it was that's what it was no man i never did any videos or anything like that i mean i've got a lot of basketball stuff and that's about it really um never really got into the uh quote-unquote arts it's fair it's nice of you to call it arts it's a loose term <laughs> art is subjective and have... most of my art was subjectively horrible i have a bunch of friends who went to film school and so i'm in a bunch of their projects Usually either uh, as a gay man or as a victim. Uh, sometimes a murderer. I've, <laughs> I've, I've killed one or two people in their videos as well. Uh, usually very uh, homosexually charged rages, I think, is what's been... The, the, what has been my that's weird that they keep murder. specifically casting you for that <laughs> yeah well no it's the it's the arcing universe of the stories where it's me and one other oh, person okay and it's just our relationship is either very explicitly homosexual or very much like the undertone is very homosexual it's a lot of fun See, I've always been I've always been cops or detectives so some vampire cops shriek I was a detective you know you like it's always been something with that, but I've also always loved like buddy cop films and like detective like TV shows and stuff like that. So it's always like connected. So it's always been fun. Oh, yeah, we lost but... that one year uh, at a film festival to a detective short film. So Matt mm. hates detectives now. Absolutely, Sorry. a detective killed my parents. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I'm always just a foul mouth. Before COVID, but I think. Production got shut down during COVID, and they never picked it back up. Isn't it on Amazon? No, it's it's never been released. They never finished shooting. Oh, I thought it was on Amazon. And I gained Prime. so much weight during COVID, I couldn't go and finish the <laughs> finish the movie with. The... That's uh, embarrassing. <laughs> I think everybody did. That's probably why they just nicked it. it well, everybody was... looks different. <laughs> yeah, everybody looked so different. I didn't get to stop working, so nothing really changed for me other than I couldn't go to the stores. Yeah, same. They they were like, nope, you're good. Keep working. I was like, fuck. All right. You're essential. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's Texas, and it's air conditioning, so I feel that. It's fine. It's needed. 
But, you know, we've gotten this far in, and I haven't even said to all the listeners, welcome to episode 52, or probably like 30 to 40 minutes into this. Uh, it's a chiller filler, clearly. Uh, this isn't us just talking for 40 minutes like Tejas normally does before we talk about something spooky. Uh, this is our year anniversary. We wanted to do something special. But before we get into that, uh, me and Maddie just need to talk about for a brief second that... Uh, after episode 52, Team Tejas, unfortunately, will not be a uh, part of Tusop anymore. Life Boo. gets heck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Boozers will be doing it from here on out. Uh, it's just life gets hectic. We've got jobs, kids, uh, and uh, a lot of work. And uh, it just gets in the way sometimes. We love doing it. We love Jeremy and Team Boozers. We, and everybody in the Golden Mojo Network. That's why we got all these... Right here, this is the bow tie to it because I've always wanted to work with both these teams and never got around to it, and I wasn't going to leave without getting to do it. So I've got them all crammed into one spot so we can leave on a high note or them not like us by the end of it and they won't want to talk to us anymore. Yeah, we've, we've got a lot of just stuff at home that requires attention, and hopefully after some undisclosed period of time, uh, that's that type of attention will no longer be required and we'll be free to pursue... Uh, anything and everything we can think of. What Basically, is- it's me and Matt are leaving our families to uh, get married to each other in Canada and start a new life. It's yeah. been a long time coming, but it needs to happen. And that's the reason is- he keeps getting casted as gay man in movies. It's because he is very much in gay love with me. It's my chance to live my truth, and it's time I do that for real. Yeah, we've uh, franchised a Tim Hortons out in, uh, out there. We're going to run a little donut shop. So. Franchised a Tim Hortons. I love it. That's awesome. Well, yeah, you see, I went from financial stability here working with air conditioners because it's needed. I'm doing the same in Canada. They need Tim Hortons, franchise of Tim Hortons. It's also going to double as a heating place. And it's going to shift from AC to just heating. heating. Could you, like, like, mix a Tim Hortons and, like, a a Whataburger up there and just do, like, donut burgers? Listen, listen, as a Texas resident, and I might, and, you know, this is the time for hot takes because I'm leaving the podcast. Listen, yes. Yes. Whataburger Whataburger is is Whataburger is a basic bitch. One hundred percent. And it's a pricey basic bitch too. Yeah. I read an article they ranked Whataburger the best burger. Yeah, that's because Whataburger paid them off. Yeah, they used all that (laughs) spicy ketchup money. I'll give them this. Their spicy ketchup's great. Everything else can suck my ass till my eyes cave in. I'm good. Yeah. (laughs) Their their onion rings are horrible. I ain't about it. Their I've never tried the breakfast stuff because yeah. I'm not a breakfast person. Their but... burgers just taste like grease. So if you yeah. love Whataburger, that's, that's come at me. Good. I'm so hungry. If you <laughs> want to yell at me for shitting on Whataburger, uh, just email Jeremy at the United States of Paranormal at gmail.com. He'll handle it. I'm out at the end, so it's fine. <laughs> and that's the theme of the episode. Hit I'm Jeremy burning. up. <laughs> I'm burning bridges on the way <laughs> yeah. out. Yeah. Deuces. No, I've, I've, I live, I live three minutes away from Whataburger. I've eaten there all of twice. I ain't about it. I it's ate there the last time we were down in Texas. The last time we came down to see you guys. There's a lot of places you should have ate at instead of there, man. Well, we wanted to try it. We don't have fair. it up here. We want to try it. I'm just happy that, that a few years back, I used to work at the Warsaw uh, Radio Shack when I was in Indiana. Um, during my Gone. my pre midlife crisis. When I went to Indiana, I was tired of Texas. Like, I'm going to Great White North. Fuck all of you. Good idea. Let's do it. Tried that out for a little while. I worked at Warsaw Radio Shack, and right next to there was a Steak and Shake. And fuck do I love Steak and Shake. I love me a jalapeno crunch burger. Mm. 
Ed, also but gone. I moved. I, oh, fuck you. It's order it. Oh, that rate. Oh, that's that. The Stanky Shake's gone? Both. Yeah, both. Well, I know oh. Radio Shack's gone. I fucking laughed at them when they went under. Fuck those guys. Uh, but they built a Steak and Shake like two years back. They built one here in Beaumont. There's no Steak and Shakes anywhere. And they're like, we're building a new building. I was like, wonder who it is. And they're like, Steak and Shake. And I was like, oh, man. Thank you. September oh, 7, Thin Fries. Oh, no, absolutely. I saw Steak and Shake was on point, though. I, oh, I it was. Oh, yeah. I'd leave Radio Shack and I'd go sit in there and eat, man. Get me, like I said, Jalapeno Steak Crunch Burger. Get me some of them Parmesan fries they used to have. They took those off the menu here, though. Let me tell you, those assholes started trying to use paper straws for a little bit. I love the concept because fuck turtle nooses. I don't want turtles dying. They're awesome. <laughs> but paper straws are a flawed fucking concept, dude. And you spend your whole life sucking on a plastic straw. You put paper in your mouth. It feels wrong. And then the bitch caves in when you're halfway through your soda. <laughs> Just take the lid off and drink out of the foam cup, man. Keep going. Keep going. What else? What else? What else? This is like Festivus. I'm going to have PETA coming after me. Listen, like I said, I'm not for plastic straws. Turtle nooses aren't cool. I've watched a video of them pulling one out of a turtle's nose. It's awful. Yeah, Logan prefers to beat the turtles to death himself. Get really hands-on <laughs> with it. <laughs> Yet again, if you have problems with the it, sound of a turtle dying... <laughs> Email us at the United States Paranormal at gmail.com if you're upset about me beating turtles today. Let <laughs> Jeremy take care of it. Oh, God. But yeah, we got a steak and shake here now. And I eat there, uh, not all the time, but when I feel like feeling like crap the rest of the day because it, uh, it, it definitely makes me feel like I got hit by a greasy truck, but it's worth it. I do. I do miss it. I miss it. No, I was, are there even any more in our area? No. I can't well, believe they killed couple. it. Like, I, I expected Radio Shack to eat shit. As I was going, shit was folding. I actually have. They're gone now, so they can't come at me. In my kitchen, before I left Warsaw, I stood on the counter, and I unscrewed the R from the Radio Shack sign that was hanging above the counter. I fucking took it with me, and it's hanging in my kitchen right now. Fucking, like, a year later, my ex, uh, the manager of that store, emailed me. He's like, I, I, you took it, didn't you? I'm going to do something about it. I was like, what? I live in Texas now, dude. You're going to send the cops <laughs> after me? Good luck. <laughs> like, I was like, it's hanging in my kitchen. Come at me. It's fine. Do what you want. Over a wooden R. Are there any uh, Indiana fast food chains that are really popular? Penguin Point. Peng Penguin Point, man, which, yeah. They call closed guys, like seven locations, but just call, reopened two of those locations. Yeah, they Call did. Guys knows all about Penguin's Point. Uh, Matt, unfortunately, <laughs> doesn't listen to everything. So why don't you fill Matt in on the Penguin, uh, the Wally Point debacle? Wally Bucks. Wally Bucks. Wally yeah, Bucks. Don't be disrespectful. Um, so we did a uh, we did a giveaway. Um, Gunner was gifted about fifty uh, Wally bucks, and we decided to do a giveaway. You know, big thing. You know, guy wins it. Turns out to be a family friend. I think of Gunners, and I've known this guy for forever. And you know, a couple weeks pass. We get him the Wally bucks, and he we're like, dude, like. Have you talked to, you know, have you talked to him to let him know how it went? And he's like, oh, no, I probably should. So Gunner hits him up and he's like, yeah, so you can't really use the Wally Bucks. You could only use the Wally Bucks for ice cream and kids' meals. And <laughs> the, one, the ice and, cream machine was broke. And the <laughs> ice cream machine was broke. And on top of that, they were closing. How many did they close? Like seven or I think it was seven? Yeah. Yeah, they closed seven penguin points. Like right when we did this giveaway, <laughs> Wally Bucks was pimped through a few Call Guys episode too. It was no like oh, yeah. one and done episode. It was built up. So, yeah. so, so what is we had penguin we had quite point? a few. Uh, fifties uh, diner 
Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they serve crinkle cut fries and really, really big uh, tenderloin sandwiches. Okay. Oh, they're not. Big. Well, not even they're big. Not even big by because most they're restaurants. Just good. Yeah. yeah. Tenderloins. So I see. There's a correlation between the call guys and Penguin Point, so we can blame the call guys on the fall of Penguin Point. Yeah, no, everybody Apparently. heard about the Wally Buck shit, and they're like, nah, cancel Penguin Point, this is bullshit. <laughs> and so they went under because of the call guys. No, dude, they literally closed seven locations on the day that that episode aired where we gave them away. The yeah. same day. It oh, was wow. recorded before. The whole reason Chico, this is probably why they closed, the whole reason Chico had the fucking penguin points yeah, this is, is true. because they wink they they whiffed his fucking carryout order or delivery? Was it my delivery? wife's my wife's, yeah. She she grub hubbed it. They whiffed it so fucking hard where the guy was like, I'm sorry, here's fifty Wally Bucks. And he was like, he was just that guy was just praying she didn't know what the fuck Wally Bucks were good for when he handed them to her. And he was nobody like, knew they nobody knew they existed. Yeah, I never heard of Wally Bucks. He probably like, just like quickly like created them in like uh, paint, micro, like paint or something. Was like, all right, give these to her. Kind of reminds really well knowing his store was yeah. closing. Kind of reminds me, of, like they're called Buddy Bucks at H E B. Oh, Buddy's the paper bag of groceries. It's their weird like mask yeah. out the hand children on stickers. And you can get these stupid. I think they're called Buddy Bucks that you can spend at a vending machine to get crappy prizes. <laughs> Well, I mean, that's better be, than ice cream be you can't get because the machine's broken. <laughs> yeah, it was it was quite the giveaway. We and no one penguin point, like, he uses the Wally Bucks. He's like, I want a kid's meal then. And they look, and there's like, there ain't no kid in your fucking car. You ain't getting shit. <laughs> well, Matt, I, talk... I will tell you, if you do come up here uh-huh. anytime, anytime to Indiana, stop by. We'll take you out to Penguin Point. Because oh, yeah. it, it is actually really good. If they're still there. It'll still be here. Okay. So bad. Oh, you know no. what yeah, Indiana restaurant is good though? What? I said, do you what? know what Indiana restaurant is good? Indiana. I is half it, don't believe Indiana is, it in is your a real town? place. It's Hacienda. Oh, uh, yeah. Hacienda yeah. is basically their Fake Casa Mexican. Olay mat, but like Casa Olay had sex with an Applebee's. You know? Yeah. Exactly. Because because Casa Olay is uh Tex-Mex place here that's like generic white people Mexican food that everybody loves but it's small but Hacienda is not fucking small that building is big in Warsaw like Definitely it's a decent have. size and like I don't even know if Hacienda could be considered Tex-Mex it's like worse than that it's, 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 a, it's American Mexican it's yeah, American Mexican yeah. I pretty much yeah. only get Mexican food at like Mexican meat markets and stuff now. Well, I know Chico's family likes to go there and get the ranch. Oh my the, god! Like the, the oh, chip. Yeah. There's there's a dip they have for the chips that's ranch, and they like to get that. You mix your ranch and your salsa there together because their salsa is yeah. really good too. That's but cool. you mix them together. What I hacienda for so what three hungry. years? <laughs> <laughs> well, go get in Alicia's was, fridge. I worked. At I told her too. She has kids. There's probably like a lunchable in there, maybe. <laughs> Stuff to make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich? What's that? There, see? Nah, yeah. But, you might uh, have to use a hot dog bun, but... <laughs> I tell you what, when I, I, when I worked in Plymouth, I fucked up the gyro place in Plymouth all oh, the Oh, King Gyros. King Gyros, man. I mean, your breath would be kicking the rest of the day, for sure, I but it was worth it. 
pants. Uh, oh, <laughs> Dude, their man. their gyro plate get uh, extra tzatziki and and one extra, extra cheese, pita. bro. I get extra cheese, oh, man. Oh, yeah, that, that cheese. Oh, man, it's good. I get extra tzatziki and I don't eat the pita. I just mix everything together and eat it with a fork. Yeah. I miss this that is place. the place that was behind Taco Bell, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I always went to Taco Bell. <laughs> oh, I tell you what, working at Plymouth uh Plymouth Radio Shack was uh that was an experience. Speaking the, of Taco like, Bell. Oh yeah, the volcano menu's coming yes. back. They we just announced they're bringing back their best menu items. I don't know. Yeah. All right. I'm trying to think because we're older than I'm older than Chico by bit. So when the volcano taco and everything was big, I could drive to Taco Bell, but you probably weren't even scooting around on your little moped yet. Probably not. So you might have missed out on it. Like, do you guys remember the volcano taco? It was red, had the sauce. It was awesome. I'm sure Cold does. I don't like spicy. I love Taco Bell. Yeah, I remember it. I, I remember it. Like, for years, that's all. Like, we actually lost Volcano Tacos because of the deal they made with Doritos for the Doritos Locos Tacos when it first came out. They're bullshit. Uh, they, didn't, they didn't want there to be another, even though the Volcano shell had no flavor. It was just red. Taco, uh, pizza, or not Pizza Hut, fucking Doritos was like, we do not want to compete with another special taco. So, in order to get this get rid of that and you can have this and then we got the doritos loco taco when it came out it was big things because i lived with chico when it came out we went it, and got it was it. good it was good at the time now yeah. it's gonna hit or miss okay. yeah and then they introduced more flavors and eventually they got rid of the rest of the flavors but we lost the volcano taco for god knows how long and it makes me wonder if that means we're gonna lose the doritos locos tacos or if they're just gonna put the volcano sauce on a regular taco shell which i don't care the sauce is what matters anyways get a, get yourself a cool ranch Volcano taco. Ooh. They don't even make the Cool Ranch ones anymore, dog. Yeah, you can only. Get it's all don't. nacho. I don't, I don't it's only order them. It's only them. nacho cheese. They killed Cool Ranch and the other ones like two years yep. ago. Here's the problem with Taco Bell. I can't get away from just the Chipotle chicken melts because they're so damn good. Everything I they're love good. to talk. Everything. Anytime I love a product, it's fucking either seasonal or limited edition, and I get fucked. Same. Yeah, because well, at Ball State, at Ball State. Every time they came out with something new, like the college kids were like their main, like we got it, we got to market this to them. So that little Taco Bell in our student center would bring in every single little thing that they were getting ready to put out. So like chick stars and like anything that had like a piece of fried chicken in it or like different ty types of crunch wraps. Like we were always getting new stuff and it's like, I want that stuff back because a lot of that stuff was actually really good. Listen, dude, Taco Bell has no business frying chicken ever. I'm yeah. telling you right now, it was good. When they do that fucking awful fucking like it's it's like a taco, but instead of a tortilla, fried piece of chicken. Bring no, it. no, yeah. it was horrible. I can't think. It's like of... the Delta down at KFC. They're like, what can we do to appease Americans? And like two pieces of fried chicken instead of bread, <laughs> bacon in the middle. Dude, that was killer. Would that was that, yeah. was that KFC? Legitimately yeah. killer people. It would kill people. <laughs> yes, the Delta <laughs> so, Down is KFC. And I, it's back too. Yeah, I must say so. I, I tried for the first time a double down the other day, and it is everything I expected it to be, which was just confirmation of the downfall of society. <laughs> it was just like it was idiocracy in a sandwich. Sandwich. Oh, literally. oh well, hey, they did the Buffalo Wild Wings a few years back. They did the idiocracy wings and I went to try those. They did the Mountain Dew wings at Buffalo Wild Wings years ago. Yeah. Those were not that good. 
No, they weren't. They were very much not good. And then they did Dorito wings last year, and those were bad, too. Speaking of idiocracy, did any of you hear about uh, what they did at South by Southwest this year? Uh, I don't watch news or anything, so. (laughs) Well, I I caught wind of it on TikTok, but uh, Terry Crews came out to South by Southwest, and they did a launch party for the 2020 foe. presidential campaign of president camacho it was fantastic i saw videos and stuff from it it was really dope okay so (laughs) while we're talking about it everybody's got to have a favorite discontinued food product we're gonna gonna do it and chico looks like he's stressing about the most so we're gonna start with chico (laughs) don't start with me i don't i'm trying to think of one uh mine's bittersweet because i got mine back i got pitch black back and they're already taking it off shelves yeah. Which is bullshit. I'm a Mountain Dew fanboy, but I worked hard voting to make Pitch Black a permanent flavor back in the day. They had a vote, and it won. And it was a permanent flavor for, like, two years, and then they took it away. This and now they're about to do it to me again. That and the and the Volcano Taco, that one, that one hurts my soul. I also miss those Doritos they made in the 90s that was Taco Bell's, like, the Supreme Taco back in the 90s. It was good. It's gone forever, too. But actually, before we get into this, the uh, those spicy sweet chili um, B-dubs wings were actually decent. <laughs> I thought they were pretty good. <laughs> Listen, last time I went to Buffalo Wild Wings, I was done so dirty, I don't ever want to go back. Listen, they have their own Mountain Dew now, which is really good. Yeah. But I was bad. like, I'm going to order something different. I'm going to get this sandwich, and they call it the saucy chicken sandwich, right? I get this thing. My, my bun is, like, stale. And you get to pick your sauce, and they're supposed to cover the whole chicken sandwich in it, right? There's, like, a, th- a thimble of sauce splashed on this piece of chicken. And I'm like, I'm just so sad. And our waitress already wasn't coming to see us ever. And I was like, I'm just going to eat this. And I ate half it, and I just, like, kind of cried a little bit. <laughs> Halo's food, she got, like, these new – they got, like, a chicken tender hot dog kind of thing going on there. And hers looked awesome. Like, it's a, a, instead of a hot dog, it's, like, a chicken tender with all the garnishings and stuff. And everything, yeah. and it was dope looking. But mine was the saddest fucking chicken sandwich ever. And I was like, I should just went to Popeyes they're and got a chicken sandwich. Bird dogs, that's what they're called. Yeah, she got the bird dog, and it looked great. We had tater tots that were dope, but if I get wings now, I just hit up Wingstop because Wingstop has dope fries and a good ranch. Wingstop's where it's at, homie. I used to get damn so much right, and they have the chicken sandwich now. That's fucking good, and they actually put sauce on it. So, I, I used to get so much free food wings. from Wingstop. Uh, my mother-in-law used to work for corporate and they'd send her out to like open up new stores and to do like franchise uh, tests. For clarification, this is the mother-in-laws who asked you uh, slapped, correct? Slap mother-in-law? Yes. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I'll tell this story, but first I have to go pull my stew from the stove. He'll be right back. But yeah, he'll... Do already? No, he turned it off. Now he has to remove it. Wow, this my is great. Gosh. I'm burning all the bridges, including me and Matt's friendship as we're leaving here. He's telling oh this story there for everybody to hear. Dude, I'm looking at discontinued snacks to see which ones I missed because I can't think of a single discontinued snack that I... Dude, I'm, I'm telling you. I got you. two that kind of discontinued, kind of not. Oh, man, I get... Uh, everything I end up loving ends up being seasonal, and I just... Uh, it fucking crushes my soul. Mountain Dew's done it to me multiple times. Supernova. 
and all those, those were great flavors, and they're gone forever. The original Game Fuel, now they do those weird fuckboy gamer fuels that come in the can. They go, tss. Ugh. I'll be What do they do? Night. Yeah, those are mid. They go, they go, tss. Oh. Yeah, that's the noise they make. All right, Matt, you were telling a story. It was very important yes. to your character development. So, yes. Here. At one point, uh, I walked into the kitchen, and I saw my wife bent over in the fridge... It's like, well, my wife now. She's my girlfriend at the time. I was like, all right, here we go. <laughs> and I wind up and give the biggest slap I can muster. And then it's actually her mom whose ass I slapped. <laughs> <laughs> so she stands up and I just look at her. It's like, oh, God, no. <laughs> I went and ran and hid. Yeah, she looked Matt in the face and she was like, please, sir, may I have another? <laughs> that's why she gives them all the good stuff. All yeah, that's why she was getting all the free wings. Oh, yeah, that was, uh, man, I miss those. The free wings are great because, like I said, she worked for corporate. Oh, I thought you were going a whole nother no, direction there for a free weird with this. But uh, all the stores would give her, like, free meal coupons and then she'd just give them to us. And uh, we ate a lot of Wingstop back then. I miss it. We... When we worked at, me and Caleb worked at the Radio Shack in Indiana, uh, at my at that time girlfriend uh, worked at Pizza Hut as a second job. And when people would fill up their, for all you kids that don't know, Pizza Hut used to have a lunch buffet that was awesome. They, still, when, got, they still got a couple. Not here. All of ours closed down. We got turned yeah. to other restaurants, and now it's all to-go Pizza Hut. Uh, uh, but they'd have these cards to where if you did it so many times, you get a free Pizza Hut buffet, right? Well, you have when they get filled, they have to hand them to their waiter or waitress. Well, so she would give them to me and Caleb. So we'd be like, we'll go eat the buffet all the time until they started to catch on. They're like, there's no way you're filling your card up every day. <laughs> so then we had to start going to different pizza huts, like strategically. But eventually they caught on and they just straight up told us we couldn't do it anymore. They didn't know how we were gaming the system. They just knew we were. Broke the system. How dare you? I feel like I will. I stand firmly by Pizza Hut. I know everybody loves Domino's or Papa John's, but I, nobody out pizzas the Hut, man. I mean, they gave me pizza for reading when I was a kid. They had cool Casper puppets. I love pizza Hut. I mean, it just sounds like you were indoctrinated into the Pizza Hut. That's fair. Hut marketing, dog. Marketing comes at me sideways. I'm all for a good marketing campaign. Dude, this, I sent you the menu for it, but this pizza place we just found out about, this it's actually a brewery, but they make pizzas and stuff there. Uh, they have a bunch of really cool pizzas, and all the spicy pizzas is like topped with the hot as fuck honey, the Dick's hot as fuck honey. Yeah, we have a local guy that makes hot sauce. His name Dick Cox, uh, or that's what he calls his hot sauce, and he makes awesome hot sauce, and they're named after a bunch of like pop culture stuff. Like he was actually, we were in talks of doing an interview with him, but you know, burning bridges. Uh, <laughs> Like he has like a clockwork orange, which is like an orange sauce tasting one, which, and then he's got like a Soylent green and like just a bunch of really good sauces. And we used to get it from, uh, they would do a market at the brewery that we did live shows at, uh, poor brothers, uh, rest in peace, poor brothers. They're gone again. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, no, we, uh, they survived being closed down because fa people rallied together and kickstart made them a bunch of money so they could stay open. But all these people that threw money at them forgot that for it to stay open, they would actually have to go to said fucking bar yeah. and spend money and time. And uh, so they ended up closing back down like two months ago. But they Ooh. they were big about supporting the community. So every month they would throw a thing to where local vendors could come to their brewery and set up inside the brewery, outside the brewery, and all around and sell their stuff. 
and he would always sell there and that's how i would re-up my hot sauce but now it's closed so uh, i'll come... have to hit him up and get him some yeah he get he, some from him blair ran into him at they, did a, they do a, a farmer's market in port natchez and he'll come out there and sell so that might be your chance to re-up periodically Love me some hot sauce man we had such a great yeah. oh sorry go ahead Oh, no, you're fine. I was gonna say, we had such a great relationship with Poor Brothers. It's really a shame that they shut down. I mean, they were kind enough to let us come out there and do two live shows. And I mean, I don't know who the... I, I sure as fuck wouldn't want to listen to us live. Uh, so it was fantastic <laughs> that they let us come out. And uh, they did some really cool stuff. Like We had to go see uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space there. Yeah, uh, and meet a guy that helped produce it. and every Or helped work the soundboard and all that yeah, stuff he out was, there. He was, was no, he was the assistant editor on the film. Yeah. But uh, that being said, you guys, it's it sounds daunting, but like live shows, man, they're fun. Was, yeah. I was nervous the first time we did it, but it was a blast, and I love doing it again. And I would, I would absolutely do it again. It was fun. Eco, uh, that's some that's something I think that we should we should try to do one time. Well, if we and can we... get fucking golden image to what four thousand downloads, right? Yep. And Slam yes. Jam happens. <laughs> There should absolutely be some live shows there. Yeah. If you're doing bands, mm -hmm. there should be a live show at Slam Jam. Look, and if Slam mm -hmm. Jam gets going, I'll make a fucking trip to Indiana. I'll go to fucking yeah. Slam Jam. A live... And I will get in whatever is left of that pond, <laughs> no matter how dirty, I will get in it. You don't want to get <laughs> what, what I figured out is that a live podcast is something that a lot of communities, like a lot of places, like you're not going to see. So it's something unique and interesting that venue owners actually want to experiment with actually pull in different crowds or another event that they can have to bring in crowds uh one thing we were we talked about with a couple of places was to come in and do a horror movie trivia night uh, and as film as a film podcast you guys could totally like hit up some venues and offer to do film trivia nights and uh Home? yeah rudy's i don't think rudy's is the right kind of place for <laughs> there it is I mean, nah, I, I don't know. I don't that wouldn't be a good setup though. It's like I said, it's it's nerve wracking at first. And like at first you have to kind of bug people to get them involved because everybody's a little slow at the beginning. But by the end of it, you have people stand up left and right to talk. I mean, our first one, we had a dude the dude that was serving food and seasonals was doing uh telling a whole story from inside the the food truck. Yeah, Logan and, loves to parade uh, our audience. Oh, absolutely. I love chastising people, man. That's my that's my thing, dude. You know, it's what floats in my boat. Yeah. And yes, that might sound vaguely sexual, but you know it is what it is. It absolutely is. Yeah. <laughs> Chico, discontinued snack. Um, so actually it's something that's come back um recently and not to go back to Taco Bell, but I'm going back to Taco Bell, but no. the Mexican pizza the no. Mexican pizza. It. it doesn't yeah. count when it it doesn't yeah. come but it doesn't count when it comes back like a Kmart Phoenix and it's not even the fucking same. It's right? not the same. That's what sucks. It that, I'm sad that, it's that not circles good. back to live shows because when me and Matt tripped all the way out to Houston to go to Ingenious Brewery to do the monster beers where I got let me tell you, we talked about in the show, <laughs> oh but God. I got dude first of all, we were sitting down and we we're handing out stickers to people as they were coming in and talking to people. We had some guy from fucking uh, Cincinnati roll up, and he was talking to us, and he kept he brought beers with him because he was making he was traveling around the United States hitting breweries, and he would be like, "Hey, uh, people that are brewing stuff, try this beer," but he was like, "You two right here, we like you. You also try these beers." So he was giving me beers. I was drinking all the monster cereal beers, 
And I wasn't looking at the percentage. And by the time I got to fucking Yummy Mummy's dirty bastard ass, <laughs> it all hit me at once. I hadn't eaten it all yet either. And I looked, and Matt's taking his time, but I'm not because I drink all the time. And then uh, I look at the wall and I look at the percentage of Yummy Mummy, and it was like twice the percentage of all the other ones. And I'm like, I need to get up for a second. And I went, uh, first I went to the Pac-Man machine and I drunkenly played Pac-Man for a little while. And I was like, I feel so great. So I went to the bathroom and I was just chilling there. I was like, I might vomit. I don't know. And I'm sitting in there contemplating my life choices. And I hear somebody knock on the stall and they're like, paranormal, you in there? They're like, yeah, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. (laughs) And then I've got like a severe case of like, neanderthal brain or like uh i i attribute it back to goku if anybody watches anime like back in the day goku's thing used to be he didn't like being cold you know nice so and my brain was like logan if you get outside to the sunlight it'll be all (laughs) fine so i get out to the parking lot and there's like the little curb and there's grass behind it and i just flop back with my feet still on the pavement i'm laying in the grass and i'm just staring up at the sky it's all blue and then everything goes black and the next time i come to it's dark outside. And Matt's like, hey, you good? Hey, like, do you want... It, Matt, he came out there to ask me if I wanted him to buy me a four-pack of anything. And I was like... <laughs> I was like... Uh, and I wanted stuff to go, but I was so drunk and, like, feeling miserable. I was like, fuck. No. <laughs> yeah, for, but, uh, so for me that day, he goes off and like he goes to the bathroom. It's like, okay, he's gonna purge or something and be okay. <laughs> purge, yeah, And cool. then he just disappears. And the bar staff is like, "Hey, where's your buddy? Did he?" And I was like, "I don't know. He might have just walked off and is now wandering Houston on his own." <laughs> he's like, "I'm just. We're just worried about him. You know, we don't want him to like get hurt or something while he's been at our establishment." It's like, ah, I'm sure he's fine. He does this. <laughs> And eventually, like, we were, like, they just kept asking me, like, where's your buddy? Where's your buddy? Like, I don't know. Uh, let me go look for him. And They're like, why are you not concerned about your buddy? Like, Walk outside. He sprawled out in the grass. That whole trip back from Houston, I laid with my head out the fucking window of the truck. And this circles back to the fucking pizza thing, because when it gets, we're going back. And Matt's like, what do you want to eat? And the first thing I say, because I know where Matt lives, I'm like, I would fuck up a beef and cheddar. And he was like, I was thinking Taco Bell. And I was like, fine, fuck it, I can do Taco Bell too. And I see on the sign, Taco Pizza's back. And I'm like, I want that. It didn't taste the same. And it also tasted like we got the end of the night meat that was horrible. And I was already drunk. And I took like four bites out of that. And I was like, well, if I wasn't going to vomit before... I am absolutely going now to now. <laughs> should have got the beef and cheddar. Uh, yeah, you absolutely should have. There is nothing that is friendlier to a drunk than a fucking beef and cheddar. And I got a, I got an Aldi's fucking Taco Bell pizza, man. It was horrible. Uh, so now I'm curious, Colton. Was yours going to be the, the Mexican pizza? It was going to be the Mexican pizza, but then I was going to piggyback off of another one. Um that it's kind of seasonal, kind of not seasonal, and that's the McRib. Yep. Yep. Go ahead. Listen, no, people can scrunch up their face, okay? But the first time I ate a McRib when I was a kid, it was one of the first things I was allowed to order that wasn't on a fucking kid's menu. It was my grandpa let me have it, 
And I was like, look at it. It looks like real ribs. And it was fucking pressed meat. I was like, this is awesome. I was like, I got a large fries. My Coke is as big as my fucking arm. This is awesome. Uh, I, you, I, I've worked at McDonald's. You can't pay me to go eat there. In, yeah, in general, I don't like the McRib. Also, I worked at McDonald's with Logan. Uh, and that is also a traumatic part in my life, dealing with human being, <laughs> the type of human beings that order the McRib. When I quit McDonald's, I went out the fucking drive through window and got in a car and left. <laughs> they were holding my last, they were holding my paycheck hostage. They're like, you need to come in and work if you want your paycheck. I was like, all right. They hand me my paycheck. I called a person. I was like, order something and pull up to the drive through They got their food and I just crawled out the window and went with them and never went back. Logan thought uh, he was a prisoner at the McDonald's. Yeah, man. Hey, you got to make a grand a... escape, man. They got to remember you. They're going to be like, do you remember that one kid that went out the drive through window when he quit? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, nobody. What about you, Ashley? Your paycheck. That's because, I, you know, I was a teenager and uh, stupid and believed what they said. So they were like, we'll just tell him we're not going to give him his paycheck. They also did a yeah. lot of illegal stuff at that McDonald's. Like, there was a manager who was 17 <laughs> and uh, she was stealing money from the tills. There was another manager that was arrested on site one time. Like, there's a lot of shady shit that happened at that store. <laughs> there. What about you, you, Ashley? What you got? You got a discontinued food uh, or something? So, mine, there's so many. But you you were drinking Mondo's, like, a few years ago, right? And, and kids drink those little squeeze juices. But do you remember the ones that were around in the 90s? Did they have faces on them? The squeeze it ones? Yeah, did they have faces on the bottle? Because yeah. those ones were literally called squeeze it. And at one point they yeah, had yeah. one they point they had squeeze it's that you would drop a pill in, basically. Yeah. And change the colors. So yeah, they're basically teaching kids how to roofie each other back in the day. Oh my gosh, it was. Yeah, you dropped the, you you got a weird little white package with it, you tore open, it had a pill in it, and you jammed it in the squeeze it bottle, it dropped down into it and changed the color. Yep, I remember those. Hey, do they still have Listerine strips? Yeah. Yes. Do you remember those little beads that they had? Yeah. The yeah. little Listerine beads. They came in the like rounded. Yeah, it looked like yeah. um, like the eye drops. The... Yeah. Yeah. Yo, dude, we're missing a lot of really good products, like advertising products from the '90s that are gone. Because I got busted by our neighbor Gordon as a kid, because uh, he was a divorce dad. So he had all the good snacks in his house, and but he only had his kids like once a week. And listen, my house back in the day, my house didn't have name brand shit at all. Legitimately, we shopped at Aldi's. We got the like every like we had all these like Doritos that looked nothing like Doritos, and all the flavoring fell off the chips into the bottom of the bag. Yeah, all right? the Doritos. So I'm like, shit. he had these fucking popsicles that were Lion King popsicles that had gummy bugs inside them. Because, yep. you know, Timon and Pumbaa. And I was like, man, I really want one of those popsicles. I was like, but, oh, it's an off week. Nick and Sofar are at their dad's house, so I can't I can't get that. I was like, but Gordon always leaves his door open. I, as a fucking third grader, I walked into Homeboy's house oh, and grabbed a box of fucking popsicles and walked the fuck out. Logan, you're a menace. That's three <laughs> times son of a bitch. or something. <laughs> Just I'm, I'm a, this is probably why my parents don't like me. I swear, every time he comes and tells a personal story, he admits to a crime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
we didn't Statue have, of limitations. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no. We didn't. I'll we, send Gordon. If Gordon wants, I'll send him a money order for this, <laughs> like the five bucks a box of popsicles cost back then. They were Disney brand. They were probably expensive. We didn't yeah. have snacks. That in my dude, house I found up. out years later. This dude was like, any of you guys ever watch Home Improvement back in the day with Tim Allen? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Remember oh, yeah. the neighbor uh, that would sit at the fence? Wilson, I think was his yeah. name? Yeah. Well, this dude talk. This guy was like Wilson meets Ned Flanders. Like, he would literally be like, howdy, neighbor. And he'd come to the fence and talk to my dad. But we had a chain link fence so we could see his whole ass. He was a painter. He had a mustache. <laughs> uh, and he was like, he was about as humble as like, he was like the American picture of a neighbor, you know? Mm-hmm. Other than, you know, he was a divorced dad in the 90s and... Uh, things I never it. caught on to as a kid is homeboy was always happy, which as an adult, I'm like, that's suspect. Why are you always happy? But as a kid, I was like, oh, cool. He had cool stuff. Like he had Nintendo 64 and, uh, we listened to, like I said, I was like, when I met Nick, I was in like second grade and he would let us listen to the offspring CD all the time. And that CD had a pamphlet in it that was full of like fucked art. And I always thought it was Nick's CD. Turned out it was Gordon's CD. Years later, I found out why Gordon was always happy. My uncle Jeremy was talking to me, and we had this guy that would come live in our backyard named Dino. He was a tattoo artist. Uh, Our parents met him. They became part of the family. When we left, they started going to Gunner's house. Dino apparently was like, I need to get some weed. Uh, Can you drive me somewhere? I I have a hookup. Dino had my uncle Jeremy drive him to my old next-door neighbor's house, Gordon, (laughs) Because Gordon was his fucking hookup. And he tells me this as an adult, and I was like, that's why he was always happy. Gordon was smoking the rope all the time. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And this circles back to this. This guy taught me a life hack as a kid that blew my mind. He was like, yeah, these Lunchable pizzas? And I was like, yeah. He was like, microwave them. It's like the cheese melts and it's like a real pizza. And as a kid, I was like, what the? Can we fucking do that? (laughs) It just fucking changed my life forever. And then he taught me how to fucking take pepperonis and cheese, put them on a Ritz cracker, throw that shit in the microwave. I did that one day in front of my dad, and he was like, what kind of wizard shit are you doing? (laughs) And now it all makes sense. Gordon knew how to snack because he was always high as shit, painting fucking buildings and just smoking dope. It all tracks. But Nick and Soph's mom owned, uh, she owned the movie theater, the regular movie theater in Warsaw, and her mom owned the drive-thru so when like pokemon the movie came out we got to go watch it a week early with nick and soph in an empty theater and she let me take a handful of cards that's dope it was dope yeah but nick was a yeah you know you might listen to the podcast you're a nice guy nick (laughs) (laughs) what happened to burning bridges (laughs) that's that's fair that's fair nick was nick was a prick I, didn't like it. I hung out with him for his snacks and his mom owned in the movie theater and he had Nintendo 64. <laughs> it is what it is, dude. It is what Suck it is. It. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Alicia, snack? That was a big segue. I have two. Okay, let's hear them. One, the first one, I'm like, was this a fever dream that never really happened? But when I first got my driver's license we used to go to Plymouth all the time and go to the skate park. And um, my snack every single time was a cheesy double beef burrito. And it, they Bro, never bring it back. They never the talk spicy about Fritos. it. No, oh. it, no, it was just a, it was a big ass burrito about this big and it was a buck and it was so good. And I'm like, 
Why haven't they brought this back? Is this not a real thing? It was probably a real thing. It's Taco Bell's had so many different burritos. It probably was. I used to get the half pound cheesy potato burrito, and then somebody tried to sue them because they're like, it's not a half pound, so they just took it (laughs) off the fucking menu. Bastards. Well, yeah. Rename it. (laughs) Yeah, they're not going to do something that ups product cost. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What's your second one? My second one is kind of a weird one. Um, Does anybody normally eat at Wendy's? Not and normally, but I, I like do. Wendy's spicy chicken I do. nuggets. Wendy's is only good if you're stoned as shit. I no, Wendy's. Wendy's has a ghost pepper ranch dipping sauce that is awesome. Funny um, you talk about the dipping sauce. I'm going to talk about the dipping sauce. Nice. Uh, they changed their barbecue sauce. They had like the round. They were the yeah. only place that had round dipping sauce containers for the barbecue. And uh, then randomly, they switched to a square one. And I remember getting my nugs digging in and i was like what the fuck is this this does not taste right the barbecue sauce is disgusting now and i don't know what they did and there's a huge controversy about it on reddit and i was like okay i'm not nuts but she they changed their the barbecue i did not <laughs> they changed their barbecue sauce and they had the best barbecue sauce for nugs and now it's disgusting vomit it tastes like vomit well, it's like when burger king changed from tenders to chicken nuggets and their chicken nuggets were absolute trash Mm-hmm. But like when we were kids, Burger King had stuff like remember they had those French fries that you would dump the cheese powder on and yes. shake it up. Uh, I just did this for shake it up. <laughs> on the right side, it's not a visual podcast, so we're good. I did not, not just air jerk one. anything. But the yeah, I mean, uh, oh listen, nuggets. Burger King fucking. First of all, we come from an age, all you young listeners, where Taco Bell had a fucking kids menu. All right. Yep. And they murdered it. Like they had a. I have some of the like the merchandise I have in my room is I have kids meal boxes from Taco Bell back in the day, because they did goosebumps and that box is hollow foil and it's gorgeous. They did Godzilla, it was dope. Taco Bell used to have mascots that were like these weird like cat and dog that were like drawn. Yeah. Uh, And it was dope. And Burger King killed it too because Burger King had like uh, Rugrats watches you could get. They had Pokemon toys that were hella cool they had the bk kids club which was uh they had the kid in the wheelchair and the oh, guy yeah. with the glasses i think his name was kid viz or something like that yep. Eeny beanie babies made me hate mcdonald's because my mom dragged me there all the time gunner's mom was part of that it was a oh, team effort no, not it was horrible man well they would hit up jeremy because jeremy worked at the hospital and what does a hospital have a gift shop you know what gift shops got hot new beanie babies Hot new yeah, so I was going to the hospital with my mom to go to a fucking gift shop to get Beanie Babies. Do you remember Puffkins? Yeah. Yes. My oh, grandma Puffkins. And then my mom tried to force Furbies on us. Like, they heard the news talking about how Furbies were the hot new things. My parents disappear, and then they come back home with Furbies. And the Furbies weren't even for us. The Furbies were a fucking investment. They are like, they put it on a shelf in my mom's fucking office. Oh and like these are gonna be worse something today. These toys learn how to talk. And I was like, that thing looks like a ferret in a toaster had a baby. It was awful. And it had the little demo window where they're like, look, you put your finger in there to test it. And you put your finger in things mouth and it says yum. Alright? Mm-hmm. It wants to eat people. What about that is appealing? It's to this day, it is burnt into my head, the noise of it going, yum. Yeah. Ah, horrible. Ah. Only cool Furby is the one they did for Gremlins, where they did a limited edition Gizmo Furby. 
that you could get by ordering it with a tab that came in the back of a VHS tape. That was it. Furbies are the devil. Nice. And then people made those elongated Furbies. They sell on yeah. Etsy and shit. That's the devil. That's what Satan looks like. If he's real, he looks like a stretched out Furby. There's a guy who 100%. made a Furby organ. Mm, ain't about it. Yeah, it's pretty horrendous. It's great. <laughs> what I miss... I want to see that. What I miss, and this is something that nobody in the world probably misses but me, is Hooters potato soup. What? You are absolutely right. Oh my god. It was way better than anything Hooters should have been illegally allowed to put out. And they took it away from me because I was one of the apparently three people, one of them being Colton, that would order it. Because we used to Wing Wednesdays was a thing. We found out about it. First of all, I always wanted to eat a Hooters since I was a kid because of Big Daddy. Best Adam Sandler movie Hooters, next to little Hooters, Hooters. next to next to little Nikki. Which little Nikki oh. made me fiend for Popeye's chicken as a kid because we didn't have one in it in Wor in Warsaw yeah, when I was a kid. Popeye's chicken. Yeah. Uh, so I I look into Hooters as a like we're we're like we're living together at this point. So I'm mm -hmm. freshly out of school. He's still in it, and I find out that on uh, Wednesdays Hooters it gives you a big old thing of curly fries and like ten boneless wings for like it was like five ninety nine. I thought I was, was like guys. I was like wings. They changed that later on. They added oh. that, and you like pay extra three bucks, you get all you can eat. But the trick was there, like you have to clean your plate because they bring you out not more wings, more wings than French fries. So it was like five ninety nine, ten wings and a side of French or curly fries. And I was like, guys, we would we would be doing ourselves a disservice by not going. So we started going every fucking Wednesday, and like we everybody's looking like I'm gonna get a side, I'm gonna get fried pickles. I'm saving so much money, I can get an appetizer by doing this. And I'm looking at the menu, I was like, these fuckers have potato soup. I love potato soup. I ordered it. Some of the best potato soup I've ever had at a fucking restaurant. And I would get it every time. I'd be like, and they would always look at me. The waitress would be like, did you say potato soup? Do we have potato soup? I was like, it's right here. <laughs> <laughs> it says it on the menu. <laughs> That's right here. It was a gamble, too, because it was one of those menu items they didn't have a picture of. So you didn't know what yeah. it was going to come out looking like. And you're Which, like, it says potato soup. At the time, that was probably his inspiration. At the time, one of the best dishes that Logan had ever made was potato soup. We called we it Potossum Soup because we were poor as shit. We were a bunch of some high schoolers still, some right out of high schools. We were poor as fuck. And we, uh, what we did is we, I winged it one night. I was like, I'll make us some food. And we had like little tiny, those little tiny sausages, like the little ones, the little Franks. Mm -hmm. yeah. We had like, we had like two bags of sour cream and onion. Uh, the, the, the fucking, why am I forget what they're called? The potatoes that, El gratin potatoes, like the thin slice ones that you cook in like a baking yeah. dish, but they're like dehydrated. So they're basically like really hard potato chips. We had that. We had some heavy cream and a bunch of bullshit. And I I crushed those up, threw them in there, threw the fucking Franks in there, cut up, and made like a thing of potato soup that was like this big that we ate for the whole week. Because <laughs> wow. that was the kind of life we were living. That sounds really good, yeah. actually, though. I, I mean, to this day, one of my people like that I cook the most is potato soup, and to this day, I still throw sour cream and onion fucking those potatoes up in my potato soup every time. Now, also, it's one of my mom's favorites. Yeah. Now, also, uh, at this time, this asshole fed us, like, four-year-old etouffee. It was in the back of Caleb's grandma's freezer, and yet again, we're poor and starving, <laughs> and I'm like, Caleb, how old is this? And it's got, like, seafood and stuff, and it's frozen. And she's an old southern chick, so she just freezes everything. And they have deep freezes. I was like, how old is this? And they're like, he's like, I don't know. And I was like, it's frozen. We're fine. We were, in fact, not fine. 
<laughs> but yeah, that potato soup to this day I mourn it. I used to get um broccoli cheese soup from McDonald's. Oh no. Of course. Of course. <laughs> No, I don't, that's really weird. I don't know why. I don't like broccoli. I don't. I never have, and uh, I don't trust McDonald's to make a soup. Yeah, it was probably pretty sketchy. Well, I remember one year because <clears throat> they only had it in the winter; it's like seasonal. Mm-hmm. And um, but every time I got sick, my grandma would go to McDonald's and get me some of that soup. And I wrote them a letter, and Aww. I was like. Listen, I love your soup. It's the only thing that makes me feel better when I'm sick. And they served soup for an entire summer because I wrote them a letter. Aww. I thought you were going to ask for the recipe and they were going to write her back. Like, we throw broccoli in a pot and then 80 American singles. (laughs) (laughs) That's the soup. You're just eating melted cheese and broccoli. Like, oh, okay. No, yeah, it was very wholesome. It was really sweet. Oh, that is sweet. Eight. Do your guys' Dairy Queen serve chicken and dumplings during the cold season there? Or is that just Texas? No. That's just Texas, apparently. Okay. All right. Yeah. Definitely not. That is is very much a southern dish. I imagine they don't even. Do they do uh, biscuits and gravy? Oh, they do chicken and dumplings up north. Do they? Just not Dairy Queen. Do you guys have a couple places that do biscuits and gravy? Oh, biscuits and gravy is universal, dog. You can't fuck around with that. You probably have to go to like Cracker Barrel. Hardy's Hardy's is the big one around here. Hardy's here is Carl's Jr. and they all went away. I used oh. to get Diablo Burger from Carl's Jr. all the time with the jalapeno poppers and shit. Another thing I fucking miss. But they discontinued the whole restaurant here, not just the menu item. Oh, <laughs> let me talk about Hardy's Red Burrito. The the Hardy's fuck is has a, a red burrito. So here, some of our Hardy's have a red burrito, which is like a upscaled Taco Bell. First of all, that and sounds like a sex thing. So it is so. Good. I've never heard of that. It absolutely um, sounds like a speed, Speedway down in Indianapolis still has one. So if you ever want to try it and you're down Speedway there, has its own Mountain Dew that I haven't got to try because there's no Speedways here. <laughs> Unrelated. <laughs> Definitely the wrong Speedway, but. Yeah. <laughs> Speedway oh, oh, it's not the gas station. It's something Speedway else. Speedway the town, yeah. Oh, there's a town called Speedway? Yeah, a, yeah, yeah that's where the Indianapolis Speedway. Motor Speedway is. I was about to say, what in the NASCAR <laughs> fuck kind of town <laughs> is that? my mother in law's from. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Speedway, God. Um, yeah. All right, Logan. This is man. I'm I'm dead. So I want to tell you my email that I have for you. Give it to me. Fifty two. Um, do you really believe that hitchers and drifters are listening to this podcast? Because every time you start a podcast, you say something about hitchers and drifters. What well, listening? What's up, all you hitchers and drifters out there? Like, what do you think? They, do you think they can listen to your podcast? Listen, listen. The fan bases have to have names, and like when we pitch the show, it's a road trip. You know, it's all over the United States, and then sometimes like Vietnam and other places, it happens. Um, when you see an interesting <laughs> story, you go for it. Uh, but like my whole thing was like, like I said, a road trip. I always say it. I was like, your your road trip around the United States for all things cryptid and creepy. And when I think of road trips, I think of people with their thumbs out that you really don't want to stop your fucking car for. So that's what you're calling your your. That's your, what I'm calling my fans, hitchers and drifters, people I wouldn't stop my car for. <laughs> we already said Logan loves to berate his audience. Oh, I absolutely. <laughs> this do. is very true. Uh, very like true. Jeremy, Jeremy's saying is he calls them all paranormal freaks. He that's does say thing. paranormal freaks. Mine's hitchers and drifters. We always know? have the to people edit out. you don't want to pick up, but you'll remember. You'll be like, oh, look at that person, and you just. Go a little bit faster and don't make eye contact. Brandon, That's our fan base. Yeah, Brandon always had a name for the fan base, but we always had to cut that out. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he did. Yeah. So, so then I'll say this. I, I want to thank you guys. You guys, I, I'm going to miss you guys. I'm um, not going anywhere. You'll still hear from me. I know me. that. I, I know that. But you. still, your, your guys' dynamic, I loved it. It was great. It made me want to listen to, maybe want to listen to this kind of content because I don't ever listen to this kind of content ever in my life. But you guys made it fun. You guys made it worth doing for me to do so. Um, so yeah, I just, I just really appreciate your time and, and doing this. I will miss you guys. And I really hope you guys are able to get some stuff figured out and come back and, uh, you know, do this again. So yeah, I just want to say thank you guys for that time. And I want to end it on this note for myself. Cause I am hella tired and need to get some sleep. Um, murder nerds. Um, quick question. Uh, Gunner's here. I oh, think yeah. you should, I think you should just go and ask him why he bounced you guys for 52. So, tips. Um, you know yeah. what I'm going to do? I'm going to do this. Hold on, hold on. I, what I'm going to do, respectfully, I'm going to sign off, and I'm going to listen to this off air. So, you know what? Uh, good luck, Gunner. <laughs> What's up? Oh, that was, yeah, Gunner got some explaining to do. In the honor of St. Patrick's Day, he gave them the old Irish goodbye. He fucking just <laughs> phantomed. He did. Oh, high and dry. I'm gonna sit back. I'm just gonna. All right, give it to me. Bring it. I made it onto the episode. Oh, you go ahead. Yeah. (laughs) What am I supposed to do? Explain. Apologize. Yes. Say say why. Well, okay. So here's the thing with episode 52. Here's the other thing with episode. Colton, if you're listening, (laughs) had had had, uh, 14 letters he needed to put in. (laughs) I'm I'm just kidding. Um. No, so, yeah, we just mishapped, I guess. I don't, I don't know how else to say it. Yeah. I sent I, you a message before you guys recorded. You did? Mm-hmm. That's right. You got to play it off like you never got it. it. Smart move. But I tagged you in it. I don't, I don't think I ever got it. <laughs> we all got oh. it. We all have it because it's in the group. I have um, notes upon notes from episode 52 on the people and the things that we were talking about. And I don't know if you guys saw the length of time that the episode yeah. was. He said he cut you for time. And yeah. that's not what it was. Man. But I would have made it over five hours. I just, it was one of those things. We made the list. We went through everybody. And we're like, yeah, sounds good. Sounds good. I think the Murder Nerds should be able to host an episode of Call Guys now. Well, how about like, we get the Murder Nerds back on another episode? I'm perfectly I'm so fine down. with that. But yeah, that's my bad for, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I'm, I apologize. My <laughs> there bad. you go. It's okay. Yeah. This time. It's not, time. I won't forgive him. Yeah. <laughs> you did him dirty. Well, Logan, we'll get you back on. You can forgive me. Meanwhile, you, I'm calling out Pete's heart right here. Pete's heart came out with his, his fucking, with barely had his pants on. Didn't know he was just, he was unplanned. He wasn't ready for it. He looked like a deer in a headlight. <laughs> He was the Arthur shortest P2? one too. Yeah, he was. It was. It was short. He, he was looked short. like he had just like sat down and didn't know what was happening. Poor Pete's heart. Pretty much. Yeah, he wasn't prepared. We he had known about it for like a week and a half. And you know who prepared. would have been prepared? The murder nerds. Yeah. I am never prepared. Guess I was trying knows. to sell you, Ashley. <laughs> Ashley, be can, can I can I say that on here? <laughs> <laughs> that was so. That is our laugh. that is our running joke. That, that was one of my favorite episodes to record. I had so much fun on that one. It was a blast. It was a good episode. Maddie's Although I completely only... screwed that. 
Yeah, Maddie's the only one that's never been on a Call Guys episode. It's true. I All wanted right, so to as Logan well. I had so many hot takes to bring to the <laughs> forefront. I was ready to argue. It's not like you're gone forever where we can't get a hold of you. So no, now, dude, like, we're now, not gonna... like, we could say, hey, you guys want to come on an episode? And we oh, just no. There. We're going to have... We're... We're going off the grid when we get to Canada. There's going to be no internet in our Tim Hortons. <laughs> They're going to be in it. Yeah. There's no internet in Tim Hortons. We're about to people experiment at our Dude, Tim Hortons. Have the ever, only way to get business is free Wi-Fi. <laughs> have you ever? It's seen, our demeanor that's going to bring people yeah. to the door. Have you ever seen the movie or read the book Into the Wild? It's going to be like that, including dying in an army. Die on a bus yeah, absolutely. Oh, spoiler alert. In each other's arms. <laughs> oh, it's fine. Yeah. We're gonna be one of those skeletons they find like a decade later that it's like two dude skeletons spooning. They're like, "What happened here?" And they were—they're gonna put on the press release like, "And they looked like they were best friends." <laughs> it quotes. doesn't look like a volcano eruption. Like that doesn't look like a best friend spoon. That looks a little bit more intimate. <laughs> Nuclear warfare? No, it's Canada. There's just a bag of Tim Hortons next to them, and that's that's it. Yes. I found. I found. About half a, a donut and a bottle of Astroglide. <laughs> One of my questions that I had left for you guys was um, if you had to make each member of Golden Mojo Entertainment a cryptid, which cryptid would we each be and why? So I want to hear the answers. Okay. Oof. Brandon was the squonk. Yeah. Yeah, he's a squonk. We had a person at a fucking uh, Ashley. She called him out of uh, one of the live events and said, Brandon needs to cover the squonk because he's very squonkish. <laughs> Which, if people don't know, the squonk uh, basically cries until it dissolves into a puddle. Yeah. So, that's uh, he's absolutely a squonk. Um, I'd say Chico would be a chupacabra. You know, like a, like a mangy dog you find on the border of Mexico and people are like, what is that? He's <laughs> like going crazy. Chupacabra. That's Chico. Uh, I would go, I would go with Colton Kiel. One kill for three is absolutely the tech tech because he would be in a tree throwing rocks at people just to get a reaction out of them. 110%. I think the Murd Nerds, I would classify both of you. You're in Indiana. Uh, I would say you guys are Indiana Mud Mermaids. Yeah. I'm down. <laughs> no, Mud Mermaids. Uh, what would Jeremy be? See, I, I kind of want to go with Sasquatch. I was thinking the same thing. I the think Jeremy ball. wants to be Sasquatch, but I, um, <laughs> I want to go... Uh, I think Jeremy would be the generic like concept of a leprechaun, you know. Homeboy's <laughs> always Homeboy's always chasing the rainbow, you know. He's always he's always going for. It. He's looking for that pot of gold. That's Jeremy. He's the he's the little he's the leprechaun. I yeah. I looking for a pot of gold. Uh, <laughs> trying to think who uh trying to think what I would put the Skywalker as. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with deep pools for uh, Boozers. I would say Skyler's a puck wedgie. He's into all that like folklorist shit, you know. He I could see him out in the forest, be like, "Why are you out here?" You know. <laughs> I'll give him that. A kind trickster. I mean, and then Matt. I'm going to I'm going to smiling man for you, Maddie. 
you're big, tall, and I'd be concerned if I saw you out the windshield <laughs> of my car. Uh, that's where I'm putting you. All right. So. I'm not naming myself because I would just say Spectre Moose because the Spectre Moose is metal. Yeah, you just want to be the Spectre Moose. I just want to be the Spectre Moose. No, I want to be the I want to be the thing that chases random bikers up a tree because they're like, "What the fuck is wrong with that moose?" <laughs> That's my answer. I don't know about Maddie. I'd like to see Maddie try. Let's see. Oh man. Uh... I don't know that you really fit a description of any cryptid I've researched. Talk about me? Yeah. I am a cryptid. Uh, <laughs> moth? Maybe Mothman. You do strike me as a harbinger of doom. Oh, that's that's kind of rude. <laughs> whatever. What you got for everybody else? Oh, we, we were doing this individually? I thought this was a collective. Oh, thing. yeah. No, no, no. You got to cover everybody, dog. That's the question. Man, I now you got to watch like... Matt really fucking yeah, struggle. Yeah, because I haven't had the chance to like bullshit with people and build relationships with people outside of our podcast is there a cryptid that non-stop talks because that would be me well, that's what i was saying like i don't i can't think of i never shut that up is. it's like a chatterbox yeah it's like a it's like a possessed chattering pair of teeth that's like an antique store and like a lockbox that'd be me logan's like that ai non-stop. that got trapped into a tv it's fair <laughs> from the- that's fair yeah no the scp one i fucking love that guy the fucking robot the ai that was just mean to everybody yeah that's good shit. Uh, like I said, I think Jeremy, I, I, I get a Sasquatch vibe for Jeremy. Uh, let's see, Alicia. It's wisely, Matt. Yeah, no shit, bro. <laughs> we didn't cover a lot of, like, female-esque cryptids at all. Yeah. We did cover a lot of pe- females being possessed and uh, meeting untimely demises, though. Fucking figures. Yeah, yeah. no, it does, it does. And honestly, Let me tell you what. What I learned in what I learned doing this is that the amount of demons that killed people that I researched is basically none. But the amount of times the Catholic Church has killed somebody via getting a demon out of someone, they're really high. Well, how many possessed women was just having a bad day? Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, man, I just I big struggle. Yeah, I can't think of anything that wouldn't just be mean and it wouldn't be like it's not because it's like it's not because of like oh, let me just link this some it's just there's there's no good comparison there, I feel like of the as uh, of the cryptids that we have researched and explored and that I know anything about. She doesn't like dolls, so if you call her Annabelle, she might send you anthrax in the mail. <laughs> Logan, that reminds me. <laughs> You've got something coming in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> Not opening it. <laughs> I just read a book uh, by Grady Hendrix called um, How to you Sell say, a Haunted House. You say Gravy? Grady. Okay. I was Grady. like, that's a name. And when I started reading the book, I knew Grady was like a pretty big horror author, and I wanted to switch it up a little bit. And... Uh, didn't know what the book itself was about, and then I started reading it, and it's about a um, a fucking house with a gajillion dolls in it and puppets Ooh. and all kinds of shit. And I went, Logan needs to read this book. Oh, I love me a good haunted doll, man. We've been playing the Puppet Master game on PC, and I've loved Puppet Master since I was a kid. Love me a good haunted doll. This book Absolutely. gave me the icks so bad. 
but I think you'd really enjoy it. What I've really enjoyed is this week's, last week technically, this episode of Murder Nerds, because I love a good animal story. Uh, there's something I wanted to point out to you guys about that case. You know when she, you were like, she stopped bringing the monkey to town and everything? Mm-hmm. It was absolutely, because this chick was a rich white woman, correct? Yes. Okay. She'd stop taking that monkey to town because that monkey was absolutely jerking it nonstop at that point in his life. 110%. He had hit sexual pu- sexual and everything like the the animal control person was concerned with. That monkey yeah. was cranking it out nonstop. <laughs> and she was like, I can't have my monkey son jerking it in town in front of people. So she just kept him at home. And that's why he got sad. That makes sense. Yeah. It's oh fucking... It, 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 there's nothing that rich white ladies hate more than weird sexual stuff in public. And I guarantee you, she was probably yelling at that monkey all the time to stop jerking it in that house. And he was yeah. so sad because she had him so custom to driving around in town and going and seeing everybody. But oh, he, yeah. he hits monkey puberty and starts cranking it all the time. She's like, you stay in your room. <laughs> and that's why he rips people's faces off. Seriously, you just solved the case. Oh, I know. As soon as you guys like, he was this old. And I was like, and then they stopped taking him to town. And I was like, he was jerking it. That monkey was jerking. <laughs> He's like, that's when my mom stopped taking me to town. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's the same thing. Uh, they stopped taking me on car rides because I kept whipping it out. That's exactly what happened to the monkey. Like that one time at Walmart. Yeah. No, when I they Jeremy will tell you the story. When I was a kid, listen, it's it's a thing. Their dads like to teach their kid their sons, like, hey, you can just pee on a tree, right? Yeah. Well, my dad taught me that, so they took me to Walmart, the old one in Warsaw before they redid it and everything. And like my in my head, apparently I was like, "You're allowed to whip it out and pee wherever." So I whipped it out by the automatic doors and just started pissing on the wall at Walmart. <laughs> That's not I'm my fault. On the outside. Oh, it, on the outside. I'm not oh, a heathen. Oh, you, you can pee on anything. You can pee on anything that's in the outdoors. That was what I was taught. They're like, you can pee outside. So I was like, this is outside. I'm about to walk in the threshold. I better get it out now. One time, I peed on a girl's car door handle. I'm happy you. I'm happy you said car door, because you said one time I peed on a girl, and then you added the S, and I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> yeah, no, I peed on the handle of her car door because she kept making yours, fun of me. Yours sounds malicious. Mine wasn't malicious. It was malicious. <laughs> I was pissed. That's Logan, it. Fucking I'm impressed. <laughs> that sounds like Logan a did what? for a woman. That chick probably had it coming. I said it sounds yeah, like a was, feat for a woman to pull off peeing on somebody's car door. It it was it was the where did you watch me? It was it's, somebody probably was helping her too. Somebody was probably holding her and like aiming her. Yeah, there's some logistics oh, that got to go into that. I was the only person there, so <laughs> so you were an accomplice. So we're talking about people admitting to crimes on the uh, on the internet. You're one to talk. <laughs> I've been doing that no, all night. I am. I absolutely. I could keep going, but you know, I'm not gonna. <laughs> and uh, I'm not going to keep telling people about the crime, so I'll try not to. I've, I've probably. There's no... He's already backpedaling. No, I, I'll try my best. I mean, most of the best stories are stuff that were frowned upon or illegal. Aha, uh-huh. everything I said was a joke. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I don't know if anybody else is dipping here soon. I know me and Matt are going to talk when everybody's gone, but I want to talk to the murder nerds real quick before they go because, like, 100% honestly, not to get all emotional and mushy and everything, but I want to thank you for starting what you did because, like, uh, I know Chico would know because Chico, it's his dad and everything, but, like, 
my whole life, I've known Golden Jay, Golden Jazzy Jay, Jeremy, the Emperor, whatever you want to call him. He, the dude has always been creating since we were kids, and like his, his whole life. Like even when he was in high school, he was trying to do make a band. Uh, some of the best friendships he's made in his life were bands: Scotty T, Brad, all of them. Uh, and like. I know for a long time, because I would still talk to him everything. Like I said, when I moved there, when I went to go work in the studio, I had to dust stuff off. You know, he stopped. He quit. He wasn't doing it anymore. Like, he'd occasionally, like, maybe go out to the garage and, like, jam for a little bit. I know my last night in the Golden House before I moved to the shady shit shack that I lived in in Warsaw, I got hammered while they were playing instruments and stuff. Uh, but, like, he, he stopped. And and I think that's like a big thing that's always like powered him and like made him happy is when he's creating that's why he does so much you know and you guys started this and I know when you started it you were doing it at I think Ashley's house yeah mm -hmm. and you guys were doing it by yourself and then I guess like you guys talked Very to Skylar or something and he was like my dad has a workspace that you could do this and when you guys did that with Jeremy, like it, it lit that spark, it lit that fire back under his ass, you know, it got him back to doing it. And he was recording, he was in the studio, he liked it. And so the next thing you know, he's making a show. And then he's doing that with Chico and the Skywalker. And then Chico does a show. And then that led into me talking, because I was talking to him about it. He told me when he started doing it, he's like, I'm back in the studio. I'm working with these murderer girls. And I started listening to you guys. And then I was like, I just started talking to him and then it led to, it led to Tusop and everything. But without you guys, he would not be out there doing all the stuff that he loves now. Cause he's out there interviewing people. He's coming up with more plans. He's on the motherfuckers on every show. Basically he's oh, yeah. on, he's on golden image. He's on Indiana chiefs, which is on hiatus right now until the new season starts. He, he pops up on call guys all the time. He's on Tusop. He's, 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 everywhere and he, he's not done yet either too there's more he's gonna do more let's all be honest he's gonna absolutely do more <laughs> he just told us Six and yeah. yeah yeah and with like without you guys starting what you were doing he would not be doing what he's doing and i know it's making him happy i know it's keeping him busy but i know it, it absolutely makes him happy and i'm glad to see he's back in the studio and without you guys that wouldn't happen you, and we wouldn't be here and that's why you, you're here in this last episode you mention it and you say his happiness and I'll tell you right now that I have not seen that man as happy as he has been since he's been doing all this stuff with everybody and talk, doing all the podcasts and whether he's been on Murder Nerds and he's been on I mean he helped you guys from I don't know what episode 10 and on pretty much and just doing I uh, yeah you don't wipe your eyes because that's that's, uh, that's how I feel too because he he is he is so happy to be doing this all the time and having us all as a part of his family here and it's just it's been a blast to you know whether we have you guys on and talking to you guys and being on here this is awesome being able to talk and i don't, actually don't think i've ever seen matt in person <laughs> so being here and seeing matt is is really cool but i i've enjoyed listening and i know the emperor's enjoyed working with everybody and just creating this family of podcasts in Every time I talk to him, I mean that's ninety percent of our conversation anymore, and it it's it just makes me happy to see him as happy as he is, especially with everything he everything else he has going on. So it's like this is his getaway from work and life, and he can just go sit in his studio, edit, record, do what he needs to do, and he's probably listening now. He's getting teary eyed. So 
Love you, Dad. Oh, love you, Jay. Yeah. Love you, Jay. <laughs> yeah, that's one of the reasons like he's not here is because there was no way I was going to talk to about how much I love him in front of him and give him more ego than he already's got. He can get it secondhand. <laughs> that but shit I, barely fits through any door. Yeah, so. yeah, no. So that's one. I, this show started with Alicia and there was no way I was going to be kicking rocks out of here without having you on here. And two, like I said, without the murder nerds, absolutely none of this would have happened because that was the fire that got under his ass and got him creating again, which was him and me talking and led to me doing all this stuff with you guys. And one of the things I've always wanted to do because I grew up with them, but like I said, I dipped before I was old enough to do anything with them. I missed out on the radio show and all that. I was, I've always wanted to work with the Goldens because I mean, like that's a tight ass knit family, like 100%. Like that's like the Brady bunch. If the Brady bunch, uh, talked about potty humor and cussed, you know, <laughs> that's what the Goldens is. And I've always wanted to be a part of it, and this was, I gotta do it. And I've had a fucking blast, and like I said, there was no way I was doing the last episode without having the Murder Nerds on here. And finally getting to do it with the Call Guys, too. But I just want to let the Murder Nerds know that without you guys, none of this would be happening. And like I said, it really it really has, like, you could see, like, I'm glad that Jeremy's creating again, because it's what he loves. He's always been passionate about creating content and doing stuff via bands, events like Slam Jam, just videos he just is it's where he's at it's his element so we we went from we went from the little fold-out white table in the studio to building a full-size podcast desk which is just so much nicer and it just works out really well it's it's really kind of ergonomic be able to move around and talk Uh, just thanks to you that's right we yeah (laughs) i think the cad drawing is on the on the wall you can actually see what i designed (laughs) And it's just seeing it grow from the murder nerds doing it in Ashley's apartment, sitting on the floor to six podcasts now that record, whether it's through Zoom, Discord, in person, however it works out. It's been it's been awesome. And I'm going to say exactly what Colton said, because I'll dip out, too. But I fully expect that Team Tejas comes back, you know, whether it's six months, a year, two years from now and does a year's worth of episodes and then dips again. That I mean, that's fine. Do it, do it like that. I would, I'd love to see you guys come back because your guys' potty humor and your your stories and your relationship with each other, that's, that's what I enjoy listening to on Wednesdays, every other Wednesday. And I love listening to Boozers because that's just such a great relationship too. Murd Nerds love listening on Friday. It's like there's every day of the week has something that's fun to listen to. So I just want to see team Tejas come back ready and fully prepared and just doing it again, because I, I don't know what I'm gonna do on Fridays every other Friday now, because it's like Wednesday, but you, you get the point. Oh yeah. Sorry. Wednesday. Same <laughs> it's, thing. It's, it's, it's weird to think about, man. Cause like when we started it, it was just like, well, I just want to do this for fun. I like paranormal. I want to work with my uncle. Like it'd be cool. And like, then like the weird part was is you know people started listening and that's where it gets weird you know where you got people in a whole nother state you've never been to sending you a message (laughs) or and people like people buying t-shirts of your stuff that you've never met before and it's just and then getting to watch the numbers periodically and see like hey this episode that came out like half a year ago got 200 listens this week just because 
-hmm. or somebody being like, Hey, I wanted to look up something about this case and I found your guys' stuff. And like, just people telling us like, they like our, your, our small talk. Uh, and it's just like, well, it's just like, it feels validating because you know, you spend all this time talking with your friends and you guys always laugh and have fun together, but to find out that other people also enjoy it, you know, I we make jokes about stuff like anal tuberculosis and stuff and people <laughs> write us about it and say they like talk it. Talk about it for like, ever. And, <laughs> it, and, and it's, it's fucking, it's just, it's just bonkers. And then you end up in front of like a live crowd doing it and people are like, and it's just weird. It's crazy to think about because like it was never the goal. It was just like, I want to do it. It's going to be fun. And it was, it was a blast, but like I said, life just sometimes gets in the way. I mean, Alicia knows. I mean, she had a dip, yeah. and now it's our time to go, but you guys are still absolutely going to hear from us. I mean, like I said, we love doing it, and we learned a lot from doing it. It is what it is. and Yeah, your guys' dynamic is just kiss. So funny. All the time. I think so. Yeah. yeah we try. Agree. <laughs> I, I can definitely say, like, I'm not done creating. Uh it'll be but it'll be nice to take a break as i take care of other things that but those other things will hopefully lead to me being able to have more capacity to create going forward uh so yeah i mean as far i and i've already talked with logan like when we do get back to it like if there's a win not a if we get back to it it's just a matter of how long it's going to be before we do. But yeah. And there's the awkward silence right yeah, there. Yeah. Well, hey, <laughs> yeah. I will get out of here and let you guys close out the episode. But I just want to say I really appreciate everything you've done. Everything, like I said, the Emperor has been the happiest I've ever seen him in, in years. And it's been a blast listening to you guys. And like I said, I hope to see you guys come back and do some more stuff whether it's whether it's paranormal or something different it'd just be interesting to see you guys come back and get that dynamic back into the the empire so anytime um, you want us on the call guys man give me a call oh I'll yeah pop in. yeah absolutely yep. i'd love to yeah. i'd love to come on and you know tr uh, create a train wreck for <laughs> everyone's episodes yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i have opinions that. hey i'd love to hear them so let's do it let's plan on it here for year two because we got a lot of stuff coming up for the call guys so absolutely yeah all right well you guys enjoy be good we'll get you later healthy, Chico. all that good stuff so all right. bye gunner later bye. and there was four it's literally just about to say now <laughs> <laughs> be quick alicia well now we have a 2v2 so it's a fair fight you motherfucker <laughs> you motherfucker um thank you um i know you've been a cheerleader for us since it started i mean i really appreciate that and then when jeremy came to me and said i know you've been talking about doing a paranormal podcast but my nephew logan is also really wanting to do this and we decided to do the you know on and off weeks and it worked out really well and i can't thank the both of you enough for all the work that you guys did in that podcast because I'm going to be honest, I did not do a whole lot except show up and record and research and that was it. And you guys handled so much. So thank you for all of the time and effort you put into it because you guys got it to where it was, really. Um, we're going to miss you for sure. <laughs> At Golden Mojo. I'm still going to talk to you guys all the time. So you're yeah, not going to get a chance to really fucking miss me. 
I don't think you're gonna get booted from the chat. So uh, I didn't. I didn't write you guys about the monkey jerking it because I was like, oh, they're gonna talk to me, and I'm gonna talk to them about it live. So. <laughs> <laughs> I I've know. Gotta... I miss. I miss Logan's breakdowns of every single episode of Murder Nerds. <laughs> so now that you'll have a little bit more free time, I hope every Friday afternoon we get. Oh. I'll start emailing you. I'll send you official emails because like, if you notice, like I've talked about it before, like every time I plug the murder nerds, I'm, I'm one of the last ones that does long ass plugs for all the shows. Cause I listen to every fucking show and I'm current. Oh, yeah. And I just like, every time I talk about the murder nerds, I bring up the animals thing because those stories haunt me. Like the snake eating the baby. And now I've got the monkey that was repressed cause he couldn't jerk it in public. So he ate parts of people. It just the, the the animal like people killing people is whatever you know but like the the animal ones just stick with me forever because it's always the domesticated animals like oh, for oh sure. that monkey episode well, was and- solid though holy shit thanks mm-hmm. man it was i te- i texted her the day before and i said i pre-screened your episode before i posted it and it's it's a good one thanks it was a good episode um yeah i get it i get where you guys are at like when i fell off Usopp, it was like, you know, I talked to you guys about it. It was it was the one thing I could think because you've got your family, you've got your career, you've got all these other things that come into play and you've got twenty four hours in a day. Then how do you how do you spread that out throughout what you've got? You can't yeah. get more time. So I get it. We're jumping to bi weekly because we have a lot of shit going on right now. I get um, I don't know how you guys do everybody does these I first I don't know how Golden Jay does it at all because he's in everything. I, I don't know what superhuman what he does like how either with he, he must he's... have like a surplus of coke left over from the eighties that he's just <laughs> fucking, <laughs> you know he's going skiing before he's podcasting because I'm fucking I'm like he's like eighty something and I'm I'm barely almost thirty two <laughs> and I don't have any it's sometimes we struggle to get energy to do one every other week and he's just cranking them out weekly and you guys are doing weekly and then like i felt bad when we were like we're going because i was like that means he's gonna have to start doing four episodes a month instead of two for two stop and i was like hey man i'm sorry and he's just like he's ready for it yeah Yeah, no he's ready for it he's he's geared up and i was just like i don't know how you do it dude i hope i have that much energy when i'm 80 (laughs) for real because i even told him i said why don't you do bi-weekly at least through the summer just to ease into doing more a month. He's like, nope, we're doing weekly. I'm like, okay, I'm not. <laughs> I just don't want you to burn it yourself out, you know? Yeah, you I get it from both ends that. because, like, as a creator, I was like, I would be like, do it bi weekly or find another team to cover the slack. But as, like, a podcast listener, the moment you change my schedule, I'm like, God damn it, yeah. you know? Yeah. So it's it's tricky. It's like, from a producing standpoint, you're like, I want to do this, but should I do this? Because you got to kind of, like, you know, we yeah. talked about that yesterday. Like, fourteen days is a long time. That's it takes two weeks to create a habit or break a habit, or you know. So fourteen days between episodes is, you know, yeah, a yeah. Long time. Well, and and I am a true believer in um, quality over quantity when it comes to things, and I feel like, at least for us, when yes. it's coming to murder nerds, being able to put out better content being able to um, handle our social media better because I've fallen off so much because I just can't, I can't do it all. Mm, Um, So I think 
Like we wrote so many episodes this month. Yeah, we we wrote seven, seven episodes. No, well, I wrote six. Oh, that's I wrote that's seven. why I liked our format so much is because one, it was divided between two teams, so we were all responsible just for getting two episodes out a month. And on top of that, it was oscillating team members, you know. So it was like I might have to research, but with my team, I had three people. When you were doing it, you only had two. So like I did research. Then it would go Matt, then Bose, and then after that, I was like, "Fuck, getting right back to it." I was like, "Chiller filler. We'll do a string of us, yeah. and then chiller filler, which is no script at all. It's just bullshit." Yeah. So even then, we had even more time because that's just a winged episode. But then you got like, fun. like your team. It was you and Jeremy, and you were constantly both going. And then with Murd Nerds, it's the same. It's the two of you, and it's constantly going. We had a reprieve, and we still got burnt out. And like you said, quantity over quality. Like, I don't know about what Matt what Matt thinks, but like, uh, or the reverse, the reverse. But I don't know what Matt thinks, but like, I could I could feel like the last few episodes, our team was kind of like, you know, the energy was different, you know. And like, I delivered, I did the Ghost Train one, a story I was really excited about, and I still, I didn't feel as one of the ones I listened back to, and it was my own episode, and I just didn't feel like it was mm-hmm. where I wanted it to be, you know. It was a story that I was excited about, and I just felt like the delivery wasn't what I wanted it to be, and yeah. I feel like that was a big part of me being like, it's probably time to step away from a little while because I don't want it to become something I wouldn't listen to myself. Yeah. On our end, you know. Yeah, for sure. Well, and like I said, you built this, you know, you're right there alongside both of you guys. And uh, it'd really suck if you guys were gone for good, but I don't think that's going to happen. And I think you guys will be back and. I'm with Maddie. Controversy. Maddie, Matt, Matt said it himself. He's like, he's just sad that like, we never got to go do any actual like paranormal investigating, going to like a haunted house as a team and record there or something. Yeah. And it would be, it would sure. be something cool to go back and do. Which I know Jay's talked about going out to the, the asylum out and oh, everything. And like if they ever do that and we don't get a call, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be burning down a house. <laughs> I'll make a trip to go to, to one of those places together. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, I will. Exactly. The ex podcaster turned to arsonist. That will be my episode. <laughs> but it's like I said, it's been a blast. Uh it's just sometimes you gotta know when to go. Yeah. Yep. So. Speaking of, we should probably get going. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Feed Ashley, man. She's she's feed hungry. Her, feed her stomach's been making the gnarliest noises. <laughs> it was cool guys. to finally sit down with you, Ashley. I've I've talked to you via the chat a bunch, but it's cool to sit down and actually talk to you and see your face and everything. Yeah. yeah I think this same. is the I think this is the first time I've ever spoken to Ashley. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It is. I wasn't allowed in the uh, group <laughs> weird chat. thing. It's it is weird. It is weird. You familiarize yourself when you listen to the podcast. It's like, oh, right. Yeah, I know all these yeah. people, but you really don't. Oh yeah. It is weird. All right, boys. Thanks well, for your time. Girls, Thanks have a good having... night. You too. We'll see you later. Bye. All right. Bye. Bye. And then there was two, Maddie. So this is the makeout session part. Well, it's not a visual podcast, so it would just be a lot of mouth noises, and people don't like that. <laughs> oh, man. Well, fans, it's just 
me and Maddie, which a lot of fans don't know that the original concept for the show, when we sat down and pitched it, was it, it, I pitched it to Matt. I was like, hey, Matt, I want to do this, and I want to do it with you. And it was going to be original. It was going to be me and Maddie. And then Matt suggested we add a third, and we did. And it was great. Like I said, it was a fantastic time. We had a blast, just like everything in a grown-up's life or adult's life or anybody's life. Things just sometimes don't fold together the way it is. And we absolutely enjoyed interacting with all you listeners out there, all you hitchers and drifters, and uh, doing live shows and making cool characters like Haskins and Casper. And we actually haven't even talked about it right now. Episode 52 is out. It's our birthday. We've got a brand new merch design, which is uh, it is the happy birthday one, and it is from Spooky Moose Pizza. We got an animatronic of Spectre Moose in the Five Nights of Freddy style. At a pizzeria with a birthday cake for two stop. Go check it out. It's a great shirt. Mine is actually going to be here Monday. And yeah. we've got a few new products in the website, the United States Paranormal.com. Go check them out. Buy it. Buy a birthday shirt. It is it is dope as hell. We also have pint glasses now on the uh, actual two stop website. Our company started actually carrying them. So we have the Spectre Moose, the birthday uh, pint glasses. So def- absolutely go check them out. It's a dope design. It'll be in the it'll be in the pictures on uh, socials and everything. Yeah, I really dig oh. it. Uh, honestly, I feel like it might be, uh, in my opinion, our best design. I really like it. I really do. I'm excited to get my shirt. I need to order me one of the glasses, though. I drink out of it all the time. Absolutely. So, Maddie. Yeah, buddy. You got a you got a specific moment in the two stop history that would you'd say your favorite? Oh man. Uh... I mean, not necessarily a moment, but just that how great it felt to actually make something, to actually like have an idea and then to bring it to fruition and then put the effort that we put into it uh, to make something interesting and fun and to have all the people that have messaged us and let us know and all the people in my personal life that had just said, hey, I started listening to the podcast and we love it. And I teach at a school and so many of my students uh, started listening to the podcast. And it was just uh, that that knowing that something you did is something people actually want to watch or listen to and take in and be a part of. It's just been absolutely phenomenal. Uh, But if I had to put a specific moment, our first live show was really cool because it's suddenly that validation that we had. But the people who enjoy it are actually there with us and uh, partaking in it with us. And yeah. It just... That's honestly what I would go with too is the, is the first live show, like the, the worrying beforehand. And then by the end, just staring out at a crowd of people that are smiling and having a good time. And just like people just walking up to us afterwards, telling us about how much they liked it and everything. Yeah. I think that's when it really sank in. Uh, also just like, uh, the first time where we got set down and showed numbers and saw that people were actually listening and like a good amount of people. And it was just like, it was, it was just a, it was kind of an out of body experience. You know, it's just like, I'm from this little rinky dink town in Southeast Texas. We just did it for fun. We didn't, I mean, I don't know about you, but when we started, I didn't expect nothing out of it. I really didn't. I just wanted to have fun and I wanted to make something. Yeah, absolutely. And, and for me, part of the fun is it's, it's always great to just do stuff to hang out with friends and to do stuff with friends, which is harder to do when you get older. So to have an excuse to get together and hang out and bullshit for 
you know, three to four hours uh, every week was, was really nice. Uh, but then also to actually grow something and to prove to yourself that like, hey, something I put out is worth consuming. Like you have it in you to make to make something that people want to watch, I think is absolutely uh, just a unbelievably fantastic experience. Absolutely. I 100% agree. And we're uh, here. I just want to thank all these people that helped us along the way because we've got we've had people that have showed up. We have people that have written in. I we've had, I want to thank Alicia again, uh, Jeremy, uh, Jennifer. I'm sorry we never got to do an episode with you. It was she was one of the cool gets in the beginning where we Golden Jay sent me a link. He was like, "Hey, you need to watch this video on uh, Discovery Plus." And I was like, "Oh, this is dope." I was like, "Do you think this lady still lives in Indiana? Maybe you can interview her." And he's like, "She's my boss." And I was like, "Holy shit!" I was like, "That smells as fuck." Uh, tell her I said, "Fuck that ghost. He's a dick." And like. <laughs> And uh, I'm sorry we never got to do something formally with you, but I, I love that you're there killing it with my uncle, Aunt Bobby. I'm happy to have you on the team. The Call Guys, the Court of Books of Booze, Golden Image Podcast, all of them. Like, it was a joy, like, getting to talk with all of them and just, like, meeting people that I would never met without the project. People like Felipe that came in and did a two-parter and told us a story, and it was cool to interact with somebody that was clearly moved by the paranormal. Yeah, the uh, interviews were fantastic. Brothers, oh, absolutely. Poor Brothers Brewery, even though they're gone, I appreciate them having us out there. People like Dick Cox, like, I'm sorry we didn't get an interview you, man. Your sauce is badass. I keep it in my fridge. I use your seasoning. It's the bomb. <laughs> Ingenious Brewery for having us out there. That was a blast, even though I got absolutely fucking monster smashed at that bitch. <laughs> Holy shit. Just everybody, our family, our loved ones, Kayla, Blair for supporting us while we're doing it. Uh, Brandon, without him, we wouldn't have we wouldn't have had what we did. I like to thank him. Just we had a solid support system, man. It's just uh, sometimes, like I said, life gets away from you, and you gotta you gotta refocus. You gotta revitalize, and like you definitely don't want to ride the horse until it can't walk no more. You know, yep. if you feel like something's dipping quality wise and you can't do something about it, or you don't feel like your heart's there. Sometimes you got to walk away, you got to revitalize, you know? And Tusop will absolutely still be there. Team Boozer is going to be killing it weekly. Y'all keep listening. Listeners out there like Strawman, Lance, all of you guys out there, we appreciate all y'all reaching out to us and talking to us, man. It really, you listeners have no idea how much an email or a message just, just boost the, the, the show. Just to know somebody's out there and listening and they want to, and they like it so much or they have so much to say about something to where they take the time out of their day to message us or write us or review us and it, it really helps and it's really appreciated yeah and i mean hey feel free to follow us on social media uh i have twitter uh logan i don't know if you have any kind of public presence i say public presence like if you are if your twitter is set to private or not i don't have a twitter uh, i have a facebook if you can find me find me if you message golden J. if you send uh the page website he will get it to me yeah. uh i also have uh wild force new frontiers my power ranger page or ranger reach out i've got that on instagram too yeah uh, but uh anytime you message jay he I, he'll get to us he has he has the bat signal he can hit two tejas up anytime he needs yeah look for uh at matt spooky on twitter and uh check out new frontier on instagram and if and when we get a new project uh 
that it will be a it's very least on mine i will absolutely be posting about it on there uh so that hopefully if you guys want to catch more of us you'll have that ability to find us or if you just want to bullshit like if you want to shoot me a message about a horror flick that you love do it or or something pops up in the news or something like this is a case i wish you would have done but never got around to hit up jeremy so he can hit me up i'd love to hear about it because i this is this is a passion project of mine. I love the paranormal. I love horror movies. And I know even though we're not doing the show anymore, like me and Matt are going to start trying to do a movie night so I can get some more classic horror movies in this man's system. Oh yeah. And everything. <laughs> There's so much Get that back I need to, to finishing Friday the 13th, maybe finally finish fucking Hill House, watch some Puppet Master movies. If you have a PC, go check out the Puppet Master game. It's a blast. I'm enjoying playing it. You know, absolutely. But it it has been it has been a dope project, and uh, we would not be here the one year fifty two fucking episodes with uh without anything. This is the longest project I've ever done, for sure. I mean, and it's, it was consistent work. And if you liked any of the people that were on the show tonight, go check them out. You know, the call guys are great dudes. Clearly, you just listen to them; they're great. Murdered, we didn't even same. get into an argument with him, and we always said we were going to be arguing with him. Oh, dude, that's the tricky part with him because, like, he had Colton has such hot takes. So when you're listening, you want to fight him, but then when you get you get with him, man, he's such he's such a nice guy. Yeah, he can't help it. His opinions are trash. <laughs> he's yeah. he's a lovely human, and Chico, man, you you Chico's just a he's an angel. He's a sweet little boy. <laughs> But fight Alicia, absolutely. You see her on the street, fight on sight. That's what I do. Get her before she gets you. Oh, absolutely. Oh, uh, man. But yeah, like I said, it's been a ride. Um, I'm going to do some plugs, and then we'll, uh, I guess we'll skedaddle, you know? Uh, this has been the United States of Paranormal, uh, your weekly trip through the United States of all things cryptid and creepy. I whiffed it, but I'm just going to keep on rolling. <laughs> uh, this is Team Tejas the, for the last time. Um, but like I said, Two Stop's going to keep going. Go check out Boozers. They'll be there weekly now. Golden J, Jennifer, or as I like to call her, Miss Piggy, and Bobby, the rocker chick. We'll be covering all things Cryptid and Creepy across the United States every week. Uh, then on Tuesdays, you got Golden Image Podcast, which is a father-son podcast where they review local breweries, um, events like Comic-Cons, and uh, sometimes even places like uh, they did a Christmas town. They did a, a music store. And then on other weeks, they do Vintage Golden Image uh, radio shows but that's running out soon so Jeremy's going to start doing uh, interviews with people that are creating out there so it's one of those shows that switch up vibes every week kind of like we do here uh, Wednesdays like I said you got two sop Thursdays you go on over to I blew right past the call guys <laughs> Mondays is call guys you cannot forget the call guys I look forward to listening to that podcast because it just fires me up for the week it just gets me all riled up and yelling uh, you got Juan Kill for Three and Chico Noise, where they cover top three list of TV shows, movies. Um, they just hit their one-year mark, too, with an almost five-hour-long podcast that I listened to the whole thing. They had everybody they ever interviewed on that show come in uh, periodically, and it was it was dope. So go check them out. Uh, I'm still campaigning them for starting their new segment, Top List, Top List. 
I, I, I want that. I want that content right there. Playing on skin side, boys. Take them off. <laughs> <laughs> Thursdays, uh, you have Thursdays, Thursdays. I'm uh, I'm spinning tires here. It was the uh, Chief, the Indiana Chiefs fan podcast, but they're on hiatus right now, but they will be back. They just won the Super Bowl, so they got that going for them. Fridays, we've got the Murd Nerds, which was Justin here, Ashley and Alicia and Golden Jay. They cover true crime, unsolved mysteries, and a lot of animal stuff, as you heard in this podcast every now and then. Uh, the girls are killing it. Go check them out. And we also have Court of Books and Booze, which is Skylar. Fuck, I just said her name earlier. Uh, Jessica and... I'm trying my best. I'm trying my best. I. Uh, she's going to hate me by the end of this. I keep forgetting her name. They have another host. Uh, I don't Amanda. read books. Uh, Amanda. I think it is Amanda. Ah, Max got me right there. Um, I listened to the first few episodes. I don't read books. Uh, but if I did, I would absolutely ingest it all. I have actually thought about picking up the audiobooks for the the throne of glass to check it out so i can because i listen to all the golden image podcasts honestly 100 i do matt knows this i talk yeah. about them all the time but check them out and you know the emperor golden jay is going to be whipping out some more podcasts so be on the lookout for all that stuff uh but i mean that's the plugs man uh matt you got anything you want to say or any direction you want to point people any content that you want to point people at thing you thoroughly I'm, enjoy you've covered it uh Man, I, uh, I'm not going to plug other podcasts, but <laughs> I've done it a few times in here, <laughs> uh, especially nothing Werewolf related Adelance. to what we kind of cover. I did start listening to a podcast called intentionally blank. Uh, and it's a, it's an author of a book series that I, I, uh, read, uh, and he does some dumb stuff. Like they just had an AI, uh, come up with a bunch of different titles for future fast and the furious films. Uh, I don't listen to a lot of podcasts, but I started listening to that because I'm kind of in between book series right now and I'm having a hard time deciding what book series I want to read. Uh, so that was just kind of filler noise while I was mowing the lawn yesterday. Or not yesterday, last week. Uh, man, no, I, like I said, I don't have really anything. I kind of just do a lot of work and then socialize with you guys. So there's not a lot for Fair. me to plug. Yeah, because I mean it's like it's bittersweet going, but on the I mean we know that we will absolutely uh still talk to each other every fucking day. So you know it's it's hard to be sad about that. It's just uh like I said, it's bittersweet. Uh, it's never cool. It's never great having to leave a creative baby, but it is. And we hope all you fans out there uh absolutely understand. All right then, for one last time, this has been Logan. It's been Matt. This has been Team Tejas, guys. We're going to hit the road. But uh, remember to keep it spooky. And if you ever cough and it didn't come out your mouth, get to a fucking hospital. Bye. To support other Golden Mojo Entertainment productions, check out Golden Image Podcast, The Call Guys, and Murd Nerds wherever you enjoy listening to podcasts. To see photos and find new episodes of the United States of Paranormal, follow us on our social media, Twitter at T-U-S-O-P-P-O-D or Instagram at the United States of Paranormal and Facebook, the United States of Paranormal. If you have a place that you'd like us to look into, 
or would like to share your spooky story that we can read on the air, please email us at the United States of Paranormal at gmail.com. <laughs>